are you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? Who's scruffy-looking? Hello, what have we here? I just assumed he's a Wookiee. Hey, it's me. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. Somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way. Ladies, ladies and the ladies, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here we are with Scruffy Looking Podcasts. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight as we are having our brandy new episode 33 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. I'm your co-host, James. We got our co-hosts, Ed and Kev. What's up, boys? Hey, hey. Hello. How you doing, Jasons? Uh, we're doing great, Kevin. We missed you so oh, much. You- Oh, a liar. You absolute no, liars. No, if you go back to the podcast last week, you'll see that I had nothing but love and affection. He was crying, me. Kev. He was crying. I really was. I was crying. Yeah, yeah yes. uh, of course. Yes. Of course you were. He wanted to compose a ballad were. right off the bat, right there. It's, oh, I hope it's a power ballad, like a 1980s power ballad. It's, How it's much big. You miss you? I miss you. Yeah, that's it. No, I have listened to last week, and you did not miss me at all, so don't lie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the truth hurts. <clears throat> you see, uh, you could, you could, the accents were so good. The accents were so good that, <laughs> it was, that I just didn't feel missed at all. So, you know, straightforward. <laughs> I think that's the least <laughs> amount of British accent I've done on an episode was last week. Yeah, and it was the most accurate. Probably. It was, yeah, it was almost... Like too accurate because I was honest. I was imitating Kevin, not just generically doing a, a British accent. I was I was really worried actually that I did actually sound like that. I thought, oh my god, do I actually sound like that? So no, I no. until you I heard obviously the words, did. Uh, yeah. Until you heard the words, mother is like, I believe Razor Kenobi. <laughs> some people really knew. It's like, oh man. Oh yeah, that's Kevin. Do you know, yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what? Right, 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 right. The one thing that I took as a neutral from last week, like listening to it and not being involved. Um, I've got to correct this one because I really, genuinely, boys, I, there's no way I think that Razor can open. <laughs> I'm not sure if my humor's been lost in that, what's it there, my sarcasm, but I fucking really don't believe that. And I am going to rip the roof off the movie theater if that happens. You can't um, reneg, man. Nope. <laughs> you sure about that? I think uh, that's a lie. Yeah. But if she is, then I'm right. Sure, Kev. <laughs> Reap the benefits of both sides. I see how it is. You see, I've placed myself firmly on the fence. And I'm sitting there looking at both sides. One's right, one's wrong. See, if it's right, I can say I told you so. If it's wrong, I can say yeah, I was just messing about. I was just joking. It doesn't really matter. So, uh... but yes, um, brilliant episode last week. Pretty, I missed it. Really good. Really good stuff. I miss talking to Josh as well. It sounded cool. Yeah, he really wanted to talk to you. 
I know, I'm so sorry. It was just work. It was just that I really couldn't get on last week. Just, um, but yeah, we'll have him on again, won't we? I just told him you didn't want to talk to him. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the truth, isn't it? <laughs> that's the real truth. Uh, um, I, yeah, I don't like it when we have guests on, and um, I'm so, you know, anti that. But, uh, no, that was great. No, I wish I'd have been on. I really do. Yeah, I've been fighting a cold, so sorry, <clears> listeners, <throat> if I sound nasally and shitty like you i mean shittier than usual <laughs> oh than usual yeah because most of the time you sound pretty I thought, shitty i thought you were going to say shitty as you like meaning me like, <laughs> wow wow <laughs> well listen folks before thought... we get too deep into this we got the scruff you can check us our email address scruffy podcasters at gmail.com like us on facebook slash scruffy podcasters Follow us on Twitter at Scruffy Podcast. You can follow myself, James Hebert, at, uh, at Hebert207. Ed is at Scruffy Ed B. Kev is at KPG1974. Leave us some reviews. Check us out on iTunes. Send us some emails. We love to get your questions. Love reading them on air. Everything's a great time. So check us out and enjoy the ride. It's a good journey. It is. It's only going to get better. Yeah, we're going to take you there, folks. We're going to take you there. <laughs> so, uh, another song. This is a really light week in Star Wars news, but how are we doing with star- our own Star Wars week? Kev? <sighs> Actually, you got two weeks to talk about. Well, you'd think that I would have an unlimited sort of, uh, you know, endless things of Star Wars things that I've done but to be honest my Star Wars Fortnite has mirrored kind of the news at the minute so what have I done I have um I finished Lost Stars um yeah yeah which uh, I think we spoke about three or four weeks ago one of the canon novels I hadn't read um uh what else uh Oh, I've started the, um, finally started um, from a certain point of view. I'm about halfway through that. Um, so I finished Lost Stars. I finished the Last Jedi novel. I think I spoke about that. Um, Ooh, let's talk Lost Stars after. <coughs> also. Agreed. Anyway. Do you, do, do, you to, do you want to do that now or in a bit? Just give us your, you liked it or you didn't like it, and then we'll talk about I it later. I really liked it. I really liked it. Yeah. All right, just get just just keep it at that. Let's touch upon it later. We could uh, yeah. throw a book review in here because I'm ready to talk about it. For yeah. Sure. Yep. Mm. And then uh, I got. Did I talk? I think I can't remember what I even spoke about two weeks ago. So, but I think that's about it. I think it's been relatively uh, straightforward. I haven't uh, yet committed to the sale barge <laughs> oh it's, it's up to a yet oh my god uh, uh, oh god i keep looking i swear to god i keep looking at it why I keep looking. did I you hear, did you hear josh is doing it i yeah I, I know what a dude and i'm absolutely envious but i, I, don't, I don't know if I that's can. a secret or not but oh. he sent the message to me he's like I don't think uh, my wife doesn't know, but does his wife know? No, she, not at the I time. She, she might now. I hope but. she listens. I hope she listens, and that you've completely <laughs> dropped him in it with that. Can you imagine that? If they're listening That'd together, just having a nice, quiet evening. What the ter- fuck? So I was listening to, him, to that other podcast yeah. you were on. <laughs> what have you done? 
Josh, what have you done? Oh, we don't want to listen to this. But honey, you're on this podcast. No, 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 it's fine. James is really drunk and fucked up. <laughs> no, no, but I want to listen to it. You're on my... What? <laughs> and then you get, then she'll say, how much was it? Come on, how much was it? And you'd have to go, um... Like well, 20. I think it's about it's about eighty dollars. I think something like that. It's not a lot. It's quite. It's not a lot. Don't worry yourself about it. It's it's not too expensive. She'll go. Can I can I look at the credit card statement? Oh shit! <laughs> you start looking um, around. You start looking around the room like we don't need a couch in our living room, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can sit in a sailboard. <laughs> God, that thing's like five feet long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you probably oh, could for that price. It's almost it's almost life size, isn't it? <laughs> Do you get any oh. figures with it? No, right? Or no, you get like Jabba the Hutt. Jabba, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a whatever scale Jabba the Hutt. I do like the fact that they've now put the painted version on. So kind yeah, of yeah, like that looks. Version. Is and that what pull- is that what pushing you? Is that that's what's pushing you? It's it's. Something inside me is calling. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. I don't. Oh Jesus! I need somebody to show me. See, my for me, I don't. I don't really feel a pull towards it at all because, I mean, the whole scum and villainy faction, job of the hut, pirates, bounty hunters, mercenaries. I was never really into that at all. Like I was always into just rebels versus imperials. You know, like mainly the imperials, right? faction. Mainly imperials. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, like, I, I just, I don't know, I just couldn't really get behind getting all the stuff, especially for, like, bounty hunters and all the, you know, all that shit that I just said. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you mean, but no, I've not. But to drop that much of the steel it, bars, that's like, oh. It provides a good base. A good, like, setting you, for everything. It's, it's nice. true. Yeah. It's true for all your other Star Wars micro machines. <laughs> but, yeah, what, what did tempt me in, though, was the fact that they were saying this is a one-off Never, ever going to get released, blah, blah, blah. And I thought... Until they have another one-off. That that could be quite collectible. <laughs> but, um... I, I, it's no, up, it's just too expensive. They've, um... They've reached the number they want, so it's going yeah, to they've happen. Yeah, they're going slightly over it now, aren't they? Yeah. Still, it's at 6,000 now, I think. Yeah, I think I think I did read that today. I think they're at 6,000... Um, signatures and still going so i don't know how many they'll make i mean i'm presuming today's the last day oh is it so today, after today the oh, well it won't matter when people are listening oh so wait a minute does that mean you have to buy it now while yep. we're on the podcast we have to convince kev to do it <laughs> <laughs> wait we have to i'm gonna convince you not to i think it's fucking stupid yes james thank you james what? i agree fucking i absolutely stupid agree idea. I agree with you. When I come out to... I, I heartedly agree with you, When sir. I come out to <laughs> Nottingham, I don't want to see the forest. I want to see a <laughs> sail barge. <laughs> what about a sail barge in the forest? I don't want to see fucking Robin Hood and the sheriff running around. I want to see a sail barge. <laughs> Only if sailboard. the sheriff is Alan Rickman. <laughs> I'll cut your heart out with a... That's all Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know... You don't want to know, like... <laughs> culture or history or anything like that <laughs> what we want to see is a back in sail barge sitting it's like i didn't no. fly all this way to not see a job at sail barge <laughs> 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 you, 
you. I'll meet you at the airport, and it'll be like, Kevin, where's that sail barge? Have you brought it with you? Have you brought is it, it in you? your trunk? Please say. Is it? Is it? Is it in the car now? Please tell me it is. Please. I could. I could put it on like a roof rack on top of the car, and then, like, no, oh, no, that's... that would look sweet. It lo- it's kind of aerodynamic if you think about it. Mm. But, but other than that, it, yeah, going back to the reality of is that, is of that your week? <laughs> that's pretty. That's about as exciting from a Star Wars point of view, and there's not really much. Uh, um, did you uh, did you pre-order Ray's grandfather? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that's another. That's another one. The the um, hot toys, hot, right? Hot toys Kenobi. Mm. Oh, isn't that sweet? It's the Revenge of the Sith Kenobi as I well. Mean, I mean, I'm almost like loving that more than the Emperor. Yeah, with baby Luke. Baby Luke. That's what's making me want to do it. Well, I kind of sort of contemplated, but um, I've got to be honest, I haven't really got any of the prequel ones. Um, So, knowing me and how my mind would work, if I've got that Kenobi, I then have to get the Anakin one uh, to have them dual in. (laughs) And and we would expect it. Yeah. and then (laughs) So... I'm kind of fighting every single herge because that one was, I was so close to doing that rather than the barge, the sail barge. I can't do that. That's too expensive. You see his inner and outer tunic with that like oatmeal white color. It looks so good. What? What are you Mm. talking? No. (laughs) Yes, James. Yes. Jesus. You know I collect these and I love these figures with everything. Only only if it was a Grand Admiral Thrawn figure would I say. Uh, Yeah, of course. And then we would give you shit. Yeah, yeah, for you got for that your, one for your hypocrisy, James. We would absolutely <laughs> never oh. ever let that one. You lie. could, you could have just got a Blue Man Group toy. Got the Dude, same yeah. thing. Hypocrisy, Man, yeah. The hypocrisy runs deep. <laughs> All I'm gonna say. Yeah, we're Star Wars fans. We're Star Wars fans. We've got to be. Are you kidding me? We've got to be hypocrites. So, um, yeah, um, no, I've kind of, yeah. Um, been reading novels. Oh, I've, I'm up to date on the Vader comics. I'm up to ep- number thirteen. Is it? Yep. Uh, on the um, yeah, I've just read the one. Obviously, where Akbar and Radis are in it on the uh, Kala. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's great, isn't it? That's getting really exciting now. Um, so that so that, that's it. that Imperial ambassador on the ship that blew up in that comic. Sorry to go on a tangent. Yes. Do you think that was done on purpose? Totally. Yes. Yeah. That's what. That's the vibe I got. But. <laughs> oh yeah. No. That was. That was totally staged in order for all of the force imperial forces to happen. Yeah. 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 yeah to get there. Yes. Very much. Agreed. So, so who so... is the Jedi Master? That's the real question. Well, I, I instantly thought Kenobi. So for the listeners, spoiler alert: there is a Jedi. <laughs> Sorry. There's in the recent Vader comic, mm. it was revealed that there's some Jedi or Force sensitive something. It's, they have a robe on, so I assume it's a Jedi, right? That's a Jedi. <clears throat> it's got the Jedi. Oh, it's got, it's yeah, got yeah. the Jedi it's hiding robe. out on Mon Cal. So, mm. but it wasn't revealed who. Just hinted at. Mm. I, yeah. I don't know. It could be anybody. I don't really know. Well, yeah. There's nothing. It could. 
but just with the robe, it it, it just it just seemed like Obi Wan Kenobi, didn't it? Old Ben, but maybe revealed next comic. That was my initial gut reaction. Anyway, yeah. Did you think? Did you think somebody else or? Most of the Jedi, it's after the Jedi Purge, isn't it? So, well, wasn't uh, wasn't there a Jedi character in the Clone Wars that stayed on Mon Cala so long ago? But who was the other Jedi during that big assault there? Mm, I can't you remember. Know? It was there a was, Jedi that was there. Mean, there was yeah. Kit, right? What? Huh? Kit Fisto huh? wasn't like there, there, right? Oh no, yeah, it was Kit. F- that's who I'm thinking. That's who I'm thinking of. But he died. The Emperor killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he couldn't. It couldn't possibly be him. <laughs> anyway, so um, just by the drawing because it obviously is um, sort of design. So I thought, but anyway, we'll we'll probably find out next issue. Yeah, um, James. So, yeah, that's, oh, that's pretty much me. Yeah, no, I'm done. James, uh, I got the hi hi everybody. Uh, I got two comics, the Thrawn comics, issues one and two. <laughs> And uh, I am reading right now, and uh, so far so good. I like both of them. The um, the tone is really good. Obviously, it goes by at a significantly faster pace than the novel itself, and you miss out on a lot of like Eli Vanto's thoughts and and Thrawn's thoughts and things like that. It's just them speaking, which, as you know, I I tend to always side with going with books rather than comics but this this gives it a you know a fresh feel to it and uh just waiting to see what new um what new material is going to be in it because we were allegedly promised that uh there would be some new um some new material in this comic rendition of the book that we did not see in the book so i'll be excited to see that happen nice so i have a a question for you yes so I know sometimes when we see a movie that's made from a book, we don't like it because the, we could use our own imagination from the book. Was there any of that going to a comic? So now that they're like putting pictures to characters that were from the book or whatnot? Um, no, I think they did a pretty good job, honestly. It's like you weren't bad. like, oh, I thought Eli was like buff and he's skinny in it or no, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I I'll, thought his uh, package would be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't he naked? <laughs> Why doesn't Thrawn have chest hair? Because um, you heard that discussion. Oh, that, that's... that's uh, actually... Yeah, right, Jesus Christ. Actually, um, I really liked the rendition of uh, Eli Vanto. I think they did a pretty good job. Um, but Captain Park... Eh, it was pretty close, pretty close, pretty close. Um, close enough for me to not be pissed off by it. That's good. Um, so I was, I was, I was very happy with uh, how it all kind of turned out. Did you read the um, going on like to what Ed said? Did you read the Here to the Empire comic adaptations? Have you got? Did you see the? Oh gosh, not not in years, but yeah, I yeah, did. And mm. I really enjoyed those. So. Yeah, they were okay as well. That's what, that's kind of what I, I've got quite a lot of the Dark Horse comics and things, and uh, yeah, I think it was a six part six issues for each novel i think um did they did they i have a question because i didn't read those but the comics mm. i read the books did they make kaboth kaboth i don't know how to pronounce it the uh kabal sibalth whatever yeah, yeah. yeah did they make mm. him look like he does on the cover of the book in the comic like a i think 
Like a naked dude in a robe. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I think it was pretty much the same. Yeah, if I remember. Yeah, he, he had he had he had the Jedi robe thing going on, so that wasn't. Uh... All right. Yeah. Cool. How many issues are in this throne one then? Uh, <clears throat> I don't. So far, there are two. The third one comes out, I think, this week. Uh, I don't know. Don't how know many, how many planned. Yeah. Nah, again, I'm not really a comic book guy, so I didn't really like. I haven't researched when the comic schedule is. Probably, Just, you know. Yeah, maybe, okay. The At the rate it's going, maybe 10. Mm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll buy the, um, I'll get them probably like I do with all the others when they do the volumes all together rather than the individual ones. I know, I, re- I realized that mistake. It was like, shit, I should have just waited for the hardcover bounded one, but now I'm going to get all these flimsy fucking comics that are four bucks each. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sorry. Oh, I have one correction. It wasn't Newberry Comics. Last week I said Newberry Comics, which is also a pretty nice store. Uh, I went to Casablanca Comics on mm. Middle Street <clears throat> in Portland, Maine. So shout out to Casablanca Comics. You guys rock. You. <laughs> You're like, and hey. take back what I said about Newberry. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick! You got a dick too. is a really cool place too. It's just not where I bought the th- the Thrawn thing from. So, so yeah, when I listened last week, then so you're you've ordered. Can you do like um, like a deal with them then, where you just they just send you every comic that comes out, James? Is right, that what you, you've done? You, yeah, I go. I'll yeah. go in and pick it up myself because they're right in town. But uh, I got a subscription, so they'll save an extra one for me. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah, so they, with, oh, like, but they want, you want doesn't save you money. You're still paying the. You still pay, yeah. You're not really saving any money, but you're guaranteed that it'll be there. Because I walked in, be like, "Where are the Thrawn comics?" And like, "Oh, the first one's all sold out. We only have one copy of the second one." I'm like, oh, "What the fuck?" Um, so I signed up for a subscription. So now they'll order one extra one and save it for me. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. There's Newbury Comics near you. Then is it just a store near you, or is it the main? Uh, Casablanca Comics and Newberry Comics are both near me. Um, they're both right in Portland. One's in Portland, one's in South Portland. So uh, they're all relatively close. And both have been around actually since as long as I can remember. There's always been the both of them. And they've always had great collection of like um, figures and board games and memorabilia and shirts and hats and music and all that stuff. So Well, the, it, it, that's what alerted me last week. Because when you said Newberry Comics, I've ordered from there. Um because I collect like, vinyl records, and they do like exclusive. Oh, they um, do. You know, I wonder I've, if they're a chain. I wonder, yeah, because um, I've ordered. Because obviously, I don't know. Obviously, living here, what's it? But they do like exclusive, like coloured vinyl kind of thing, um, which I've, I've ordered from before. And that you know, the I didn't realise that there was um that they were near. So when you said you'd been in there, I was like, oh, brilliant! That sounds. Um, like a place to to go in because I've I've ordered from there and it was like quite interesting when you said that. Um, obviously, it did turn out to be them. That's <laughs> 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 uh, the one I wanted. But yeah, when you come, but yeah, yeah, go, yeah. We'll, we'll go check them out when you're here. Yeah, cool. Yeah, awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Right. fantastic. Awesome. So Ed, Star Wars week. That, that was my week. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Are you near Coast City Comics? Me? Yeah. Do you know no. what that is? Nope, never heard of it. Coast City Comics. It's in Portland. Hmm. Is it just uh, a little, a little? I comic? mean, I probably, I probably know exactly where it is. What street's it on? Uh, <laughs> Port, Portland, <laughs> Maine. 
What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, never, I never really frequented comics, comic book places that much, so... I mean, there's a place in Wyndham I used to go to way back in the day that had a lot of dark board like, stuff. It's like downtown, 634 Congress Street. I mean, probably, yeah. I probably know exact... Yeah, I, I kind of know where that is, yeah. Because uh, uh, my buddy uh, Rashad, who has written in before... Yep, yep. Right comic on. book dude, he, he sent me a while back that a comic book guy was signing stuff at that place, and he's like, are you near this? I was like, yeah, 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But anyway, just thought, ah. just wondering if you'd been there. Yep, no, no, I don't, not that I could recall. I've walked by it plenty of times, so again, not really super comic book guy. Yeah. Very rare occasions will I purchase such things. Now my week, not. I mean, I I thought I'd get the uh, my last finale Smuggler's Bounty box by now, but I think it's coming up this week, so we'll have that for next week to talk about. But no, uh, we had uh we watched Last Jedi together. Yes, kind of. James came over. Ooh. We watched the Last Friday Jedi. Night. Yeah, I made a big ha- the big hike, folks. Big hike to Lewiston. Fuck. It's like fourteen hours away from Portland, <laughs> Canada. <laughs> Why it's called Lewiston, the Dirty Lou. Might as well fucking be fourteen hours because you can't get up here. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's true. It's only it's only forty minutes away. I was like, oh no, I can't make it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, the bitterness there. Eh? Oh, look at the. Oh, look at how sinister that was. And there's like no traffic. It's just 40 minutes of driving. Yeah, because who's going to the dirty loo? It's People dirty. in the dirty loo can't even get out of the dirty loo because they don't have a car. It's not that dirty anymore. No, it used to be. Sure, 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 sure. Um, no, yeah, that's... I've been playing so much Zelda Breath of the Wild and raising twins, so... Raising like a family. Skywalker <laughs> twins. The twins. Yeah. Yeah. Twins. Teaching them Star Wars stuff every day. Good. Good. I've gotta say I still I still haven't I still haven't uh, it's still a week until we get the last Jedi over here. Yeah, and then we gotta <laughs> talk about the features on the yes. on the death, because that'll be a little while, because there's a lot. So a week today, well, well, it's technically it's Tuesday here now, so but Monday. Um, That's when you get it. So we'll do yeah. it a week after that. Yeah. All right. How long cool. are the? Have you watched all the bonuses and special features and everything? Ah, uh, like eighty percent of them. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes quite... it was on my phone, so I didn't really get the full experience. But yeah, are they quite long? Mm. A lot Some of the time them. On... Some of the director of the and the Jedi is pretty long. I think it's like thirty minutes. Uh, okay. Because a lot of the time on the, I think on the Force Awakens ones, I think like that, there was a lot, there were lots of, and the Rogue One, I think there were lots of special features, but they're all like five to ten minutes long, so it wasn't, you could get through them pretty quick. I think the Rogue Ones, there was about nine to ten different documentaries on like f- different things, but they're only like eight, ten minutes long or something, so it didn't take long to get through it, so. Yeah, no, this is different, this is all different shapes and sizes i mean there's every chance i could have i'll probably watch it monday night so i might just whip through the rather than watch the movie i might just whip through the special features because i want to watch the deleted scenes and you already uh, know what's in the movie yeah i know what skywalker dies yeah we know what happens you know (laughs) 
We know what happens. <laughs> Porgs turn up. Uh, Chewy doesn't eat one for some stupid Chewy doesn't reason. eat That's one. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, we get... <laughs> we'll we get talk about ex- Chewy later. We get Ray's explanations of what's happening in different parts of the movie. and You know what I mean. Yeah. You know, what else? Leah does... Leah flies through space. <laughs> Leah Poppins. Yeah. Cardo takes his shirt off. Bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. So... I've seen it. You've seen it once. That's all you need to watch film, in it. <laughs> At least enough for you to uh, catch up on that. Ray has a sweet, you... sweet monologue. Yeah. Do you ever? Do you ever get Master people at Skywalker. work who say that? Yeah. <laughs> people at work that say what? Yeah, people at work who always like when they actually say, "Oh yeah, you, why would you watch a movie more than once?" You know when people say that, you go, I don't. Yes, know. yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, and they're tired they go, I saw it, I saw people. It. Yeah, I only I've watched it once. Why do I need to watch it again? And you're like, oh, uh, just. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I know. It's like just just get out of my life. Yeah, mm. you need to watch it enough times that you can recite the movie verbatim on command at any yes. point during your day. You never know. Even, even a complete stranger might be there ready to pick up on that line you're about to drop. All right? Exactly. That is exactly it. Because, well, you know, a man's a man's esteem is judged by how quickly he can pull out those lines from those movies. I have, like, yeah, no esteem. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are we ready for... Are you kidding me? I, I, Kev. I think... Yeah, what do we got, boys? <laughs> You ready, Kev? Yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. Why? Don't be. Oh, okay. I won't be. <laughs> Here we go. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it won't come So, this is a segment. I forgot to say. This is a segment for the listeners. This is a segment where we take anything, anything, anything in Star Wars. That makes one say, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> and but no, I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> and we bring it up here and talk about it. So there you go, Kev. Your turn. Uh, um, yeah. Um, I, I've mentioned before. That, um, I want to just talk about the kind of origins of Star Wars and what. Um, um, we mentioned before the kind of Japanese influence on Star Wars and. Um, like uh, Kurosawa as a filmmaker, and uh, um, we know that the original draft of Star Wars was basically a carbon copy of uh, a Kurosawa film called Hidden Fortress, um, basically told from like the peasant's point of view that there are two D two and everything. Yeah. Um, but um, I've kind of um, been reading the making of Star Wars book again, and and just looking at how else Japanese culture is kind of influenced Lucas and, and particularly Kurosawa and everything. And one of the things that I didn't realize is that the, the, he got the name Jedi from Japanese culture. And it was, originally the word was Jedi-geki, which stands or means, it, it's like a Japanese um, period adventure drama. And he, Lucas saw it on a um, TV show while watching it and liked the word so much that he, he sort of took it from there. Um, which basically those kind of Japanese, um, adventure dramas were what 
Kurosawa tended to direct. So things like, uh, obviously, we mentioned Hidden Fortress and then Seven Samurai and Throne of Blood and, and, and things like that. Um, and then when Lucas was writing the, and casting the original um, Star Wars movie, um, rather than Alec Guinness playing Obi-Wan Kenobi, <clears throat> he wanted um, a Japanese actor called um, Toshiro Mifune, who was Kurosawa's kind of star that was in every kind of most of his movies. Um, they were kind of like the original, um, well, <laughs> say they were more like Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro of sort of Japanese cinema. And he didn't want Alec Guinness originally. He wanted him in the movie to kind of... Um, has a nod to Kurosawa and his influence and everything else. Um, but it didn't get, it never worked out for whatever reason and so on and so forth. But then <clears throat> rather curiously in 1980, when they were trying to fund Kurosawa was trying to fund a film, um, called Kagimusha. Um, he was, he had no money and Lucas stepped in and then funded that movie for him, um, to get oh, it on the ground, cool. him and Francis Coppola. So it kind of all, came full circle if you will um that's really cool yeah it was um i mean there's obviously a big influence of other things in the original star wars and everything and and obviously the the samurai are kind of what the jedi are and the samurai helmets were with they got the vader helmet from and things like that so but I, i i just love the fact that lucas was so as a filmmaker influenced by it and I've kind of watched a lot of the Kurosawa films and you can certainly see the influence on it. Um, but I just find it really interesting that that actor could have played Obi-Wan rather than Alec Guinness because he's kind of like the... Um, he was the kind of the main star of those at the time. So, yeah, that's um, that's my segment this week. That's what I, that's what I got. Nice. Cool. That's awesome. <clears throat> James mm. Bond is technically a, a dramatic convention of Jedegeki. Mm. Geki. Yeah, it's a really strange word, isn't it? Because <clears throat> there was a couple uh, of shows that I can't pronounce where the lead and supporting actors sometimes change. Yeah. With no explanation. Hence, yeah. James Bond. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I saw, I saw kind of the description. It, it kind of described it. The, the Jedageki is kind of Japanese soap operas or something, Japanese um, yeah. period dramas and stuff, which, um, you know, why Lucas just said he liked the word and um, just Jedi. kind of that. Geki. Also, yeah, yeah. Um, and spelled spell J I D A I G E K I. Yeah. Jedi. Yeah. Jedageki. Mm, that's interesting because that's a similar spelling to what uh, like they use in Vong and some of the other uh, aliens in Star Wars referred to as the Jedi when they spelt it out. So I wonder yeah. if that is a nod too. Ah. Sure, sure. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we got a lot <laughs> of stuff going on here, folks. Yeah, a lot of direction. I mean, obviously, yeah. the you know a lot of the language is probably based in Star Wars. Language is probably based on um, sort of Japanese language. I would have thought. Um, yeah, what's in there? Um, I mean, a lot I mean, demonstrated by Canaan too. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I just you know, I know I've talked about different casting things before, but I really thought that one, you know, for those that have 
that watched Zemnick because obviously he's in a lot of Kurosawa films and really would have been interested in playing Obi-Wan Kenobi rather than uh, Sir Anakin. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you could have liked it more, been more into it. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah, this was like, well, fuck this movie. But imagine too, like that would have changed everything with like Ewan McGregor. Like who would have been? Who would have been yeah. a nowadays? <gasps> who would have been oh, a nowadays? Five blows. Yeah. Of, uh, of the young Obi Wan. Who would it be? Jet fucking Lee. <laughs> Think so? <laughs> <laughs> Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Yeah, that would have been. Donnie Yen. He would have been the young Obi Wan, wouldn't he? Absolutely. Are you kidding uh, me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine that? I have the high ground. You'd have got oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. If, I have even the he would have, ground. He would have gone, George, this is a terrible dialogue. And I'm not even English. <laughs> <laughs> and even I know this is awful dialogue. But, I uh, he would have helped in the choreography. That would have been sweet. Oh, man, that would have been, wouldn't it? That, oh, well, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, well, you God. know, one of the... Yeah. One of the um, talking, of, talking of... This is something when... Um, one of my kind of... Um, not disappointments, but gripes with the Force Awakens was when, um, when before it came out, when they cast the two people from the raid, um, um, that were the Kanja Club um, people. I don't know if you've seen the raid. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I love the it's raid. Brilliant. I love that movie. And the second so one. When I heard pretty when, good I, too. when I heard they were going to be in the Force Awakens, that JJ had cast those, I was kind of like, oh, we're going to get them some sort of huge fight or something because the, the huge the, the, like two seconds i think it was <laughs> just a waste wasn't it what an absolute disappointment that was i mean you know um it was like a cameo essentially yeah yeah it was really i mean An but extended, i kind of slightly extended cameo yeah you know talking of asian cinema and asian actors but i just thought that would have just been something seeing them um because some of the fights and the choreography in the raid and the raid two are just amazing um, so I kind of got my hopes up with that a little bit, but then you're right. It was just kind of like a, a little cameo, wasn't it? If you will, where they just, um, they just run off on the rattles and that's it. And you just kind of think, Oh, okay, fair enough. That, that's it. Then is it, um, oh, now cheerio. Yeah. Cheerio old boys. That's it. We're going. I want um, them to like use the force and shit. That'd be sweet. Oh yeah. Uh, I, but I, when I read that, when I heard that they'd been cast originally, I really thought, Oh, they're going to be. I didn't expect them to have a major role, but I thought they'd have a, a fight scene of some sort. But yeah, that was just, just a little bit of a disappointment overall. But hey, there you go. Well, speaking of force, E.T. came out and said um, Laura Dern was saying Holdo was force sensitive. Yeah. What does that do for you guys? Amelin Holdo's force sensitive. Where's the proof? There hasn't been anything. Mm. You'd uh, think I that would be in a book, right? I think I didn't yeah. get that vibe in the book at all. Me no, neither. I got no vibe for that. That's just what I say with, with whether Hmm. I kinda thought, well in what way? There's no hint of that from the Last Jedi novel. I think it. I think it makes it so that she can aim starships when she's going into light speed. 
Yeah. <laughs> Without uh. the help of a computer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like how Luke could blow up the Death Star without the computer? He just... She just aims this... Shit, shit, you know what? You're you're right, and that's stupid. <laughs> but kind of like, isn't everybody Force-sensitive, then? Well, actually, you know, Pablo's come out, I think. Pablo Hidalgo has come out. Pablo. From the it? Star Wars story group or whatever. He said, like, Han Solo's technically kind of yeah. Force-attuned or Force-sensitive, oh. whatever the word is. That's not, like, you can't use it, but it's there. Just affecting after, your luck. Not luck, but skills. But kind of after the Phantom Menace and the, the midichlorians, aren't they kind of saying that everybody's got kind of some sort of... It's just what your blood count is. You know? Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. So everybody's at some point got to have some sort of force sensitivity. It's just yeah. how you... Everyone's got a little force in them. So for, force say, attuned they, they, is someone who's yeah. connected more strongly to the force than average. Yeah. yeah. But not enough to be considered force sensitive. Right. So she's saying she was force sensitive. Okay. So she's... <sighs> yeah, <laughs> is right. And, that, and it's not like her claiming it. She, like, talked with... Kathleen Kennedy, etc., and they were like deciding that yeah. I mean, I, oh yeah, yeah. That, I don't know if that means it's canon, but I'm just saying that's mm. what she's meant. Yeah, no, I get. I when get, she's trying yeah, to figure out her did, character background so she can act. Yeah, I saw the. I've read the article, so I'm with you, Ed, on it. It kind of, but I was kind of like, they've never hinted at that before that I remember. The only Unless thing close to hinting at it was when she touched hands with Leia and they had like a connection. But like we all assumed it was because yeah. they're like lifelong friends. But maybe yeah. there yeah. was something She's else going like, on. Leia's going to download some force to her. Like that shit don't work <laughs> like that. <laughs> she sent some like force feels. Feels? It's, it's like hands. a virus. Here, 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 here's, a force, here's a force <laughs> feel for you. I'll give you a force feel. Jeez, some. Um, can I use that phrase in America when I'm over there in a bar with some? <laughs> I'd like to give you some force ah, for you. I'm impressed that you said bar, not pub. Pub. A pub. I see. I'm, I'm <laughs> a pub. Yeah, I'm adapted. I'm not. I'm not having you going. What? What the fuck? What are you talking about? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's halt everything right now. What did you just fucking say? <laughs> oh, what the a, fuck was that phrase? Yeah. God damn! I'm cultured. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm cultured. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but I, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I get that they're saying that, which is why she can do what she does. But does that mean like Finn is force sensitive? Mm. He did. Well, once again, that goes back to or the, attuned. He did resist the first order yeah. mind manipulation. So there's something there. Hmm. Well, anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I just genuinely think that, that pretty much everybody can be. Yeah. Well, attuned force, at least. Attuned. Force sensitive. The, yeah. It's the li- you know, the living forces. They favor people. What, what what binds the galaxy together? But then Lucas did say in the Phantom Menace that it was, there's that. But then, 
everybody has midichlorians that live inside them, the microscopic life forms that live inside them, and that. Well, the latest, the latest thing is the cosmic force making mm. these like overarching decisions for the universe. Mm. But then there's yeah. a lot of that. There's a lot of that in with 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 characters in the canon novels anyway now anyway that are kind of going the force will find a way and the force will guide so they're all i i kind of think that most are attuned or at some point it's how well the ones we the heroes probably are attuned yeah but um yeah because poe can't do that shit Mm. without the force come on well, no, it makes sense he has the force because he had the tree planted next to him. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, There's probably yeah. a glory hole forget. on there somewhere. Let's not forget that fucking tree. Let's not forget the tree. <laughs> None of you caught that shit. Yeah, JJ, I, JJ's going to see to that in nine, isn't he? JJ's going to see to that in nine. <laughs> <laughs> Should I edit that out? <laughs> no, leave it in. I'll nah, leave it in. Good shit. Leave it in. We're fine. Uh, well, you? speaking of Finn being force sense attuned or whatever, uh, force sense attuned, force sense attuned. He talked at uh, Awesome Con in Washington D.C. and he said, unlike in the Last Jedi, that Finn and and Ray will be hitting. Well, he didn't say this. I made this up. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Are you what a journalist? I hit a fucking... <laughs> Are you a journalist by some sort? That you fake news. I fucking hit a pothole. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> he said that Daisy texted him saying, Oh my gosh, I just heard from JJ and we're back together. Because she just... Talking about episode 9. And I'm saying, unlike in The Last Jedi, where Finn and Rey were not hitting the Star Wars together, they will be in episode 9. <gasps> Well, Just like The Force Awakens. Uh, what? Don't tell me. No. Right, let, let, let's get this right. Um, I totally fucked up that entire thing. I don't know. No, but I get, I get what you mean. No, I get what you mean. <laughs> I just wonder if they are. So they, they were like the, buddies they, in they The Force Awakens. A, they've, they've stolen a First Order Imperial shuttle and they have to go to a forest planet to deactivate a shield generator that's around a new construction that the First Order are doing. This is JJ's fucking plot, isn't it? It's called, the plan is called Finish Ore. <laughs> the, the, no, the plan is called um, Finale Ore. Dordney. Dordney. Yeah, no, uh, Rodney. Yes. That's what it's called, Rodney. Rodney, yeah. Endor uh, spelled backwards. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Please, JJ. And it's <laughs> another star killer. If on the absolute one trillion to one chance that <gasps> JJ's listening to our No, podcast. they name they name it Killer Star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, sure. Uh, it oh is kind of God. funny. The original name for Luke Skywalker was Luke Star Killer. killer. Star yeah. Killer. And then they named the de- the battle station Death Star, which is oh yeah, kind well of... they well, well I mean they they wanted all that shit connected, yeah, mm. and Star Killer Base and oh my no oh no, all the Ralph McQuarrie conceptual art coming back with the T seventy. <sighs> but anyway, filtering out all our 
stupid banter. <laughs> You're going to see Finn and Ray hugging each other and saying, how did you do that? Did you do that? I don't know how I did that. Oh, my God. And uh, like, that's going to happen again now. That was episode looking. nine. <laughs> You're awesome. No, you're awesome. No, you are. No, you are. Oh. What's your name? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it could be good. They'll be more yeah, mature. They've developed now because of episode eight. Well, Ray and Poe are going to get it on, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Rose and Finn have to get it on. Rose and Finn? Wow. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a true and false question going on right now. Sure. You, guys, yeah. you guys need to think on that one for when we do our pregame show in a year and a half. A year and a half? <laughs> yeah. Fucking 18, while from now. 18 months away, that one. <laughs> in London. But already we're thinking. Already we're thinking of it. We are, yes, we are. Yep. Um, so I'm not going to segue into the next thing. So the next thing <laughs> is about Han Solo, the, the solo movie. Ron Howard shared a couple things, talking about the progress of the movie. So he's been working hard. Showed a picture of him mixing sound and stuff at Skywalker Sound, and there was a picture of him sitting in front of a screen that had the 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 words long time ago in a galaxy far far away you know so that mm-hmm. begs the question are we going to see a crawl in this one i'm kind of leaning towards not because rogue one didn't but there was backlash about it so maybe no you don't think no. so no, no way they're not going to do it they've no. already committed if they show a crawl that means they're going to be bending to the will of fucking kneelers <laughs> and petition <laughs> signers wait wait who's do. kneeling <laughs> in that explanation. I don't know. Some <laughs> Lucasfilm's kneeling to the kneelers. The mm. kneelers, yeah, sure. They won't they won't do an opening crawl. I wouldn't mind it if I saw it. I might be happy if I saw it actually. No, I don't think they will. I don't think they will, but I no. might yeah. be happy but if I see mm. it. I th- I I'm pretty sure that they said that none of these standalone films would have an opening crawl. Um, yeah, that was another thing. Some fucking people probably petitioned that the fact that Rogue One didn't have an opening crawl, but um, I think it worked okay for the standalone films. I don't think they needed an opening crawl. What I just didn't opening? like the like, and then like Rogue One comes on the screen. That just felt so awkward. <laughs> oh, I quite like that. You like it? Uh, no, I didn't. I liked I didn't. it. Oh, I, I quite like that bit. It just felt like oh, I, love, I, love I felt embarrassed for Star Wars when I saw it. I mean, that's it was, how I it felt. Was, it was, I kind of like the fact that uh, we have a long ride ahead of us, Duh. and then it just went in. That was like I thought uh, that worked all right. I loved everything about the beginning of the movie except for that. Mm. It was like I was just like, oh, no, 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 no. Everyone just ignore this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. I, I kind of liked it. I must admit, I, I like the little bit when it builds up and then there's a knock on the the door and then she opens it up and it's sore. He's like, my child, come. I can't do that. Oh, James come. is good at that. Come, come. My, child. my child, come. My child, come. Right <laughs> ahead of and then it just goes down. No, it's not good, Kev. It's not good. It's perfectly good. 
Come into my windowless fan. <laughs> come, come here. Of you, come here to kill. I, I have, I have candy. <laughs> Not much What's to be <laughs> All right. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> Wow, wow, guys. Pull yourselves did together. You guys, did you guys see... Oh, I'm so sorry. That was... Speaking of kids, did you guys see the Denny's commercial? <laughs> oh, no. no. Why don't you show it to me? Let's do it. Oh, you want me to play it? Right. Yeah, yeah, play it. What the hell? Solo-related, I take it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Denny's is teamed, we, up, we teamed up with we Lucasfilm. We in... don't have a Denny's over here. I, I was going to ask you that. No Denny's? No? I got oh, one in Auburn over here. Boom. We won't get this commercial, so I'm quite... I'm really interested in this. Yeah, so it's apparently... They teamed up with Lucasfilm, and they used their sets and aliens and teamed up with Neil Scanlon and such and made this commercial. And they're going to have a, an exclusive menu with, like, names of meals that have to do with the movie. And... Uh, oh, well, tops, I... tops trading cards that re- actually reveal some new alien names, which we'll talk about after this. Sure. Okay. I will play it right meow. Meow. Sure hope your hand's better than his. Why don't you worry about your own hand? Why don't I do this? (laughs) I'm not giving you Chewbacca. Got Han Solo? Done. Collect all 12 exclusive trading cards and try a new movie-inspired menu only at Denny's. Solo, a Star Wars story, in theaters May 25th. There you go. So it starts out in, like, some cantina with them playing, these two kids playing cards. One happens to look a lot like Han Solo and one happens to look a lot like Lando. (laughs) And, um... Why, how do you mean? They're playing, they're gambling. I don't know how ethical that is but anyway uh <laughs> well, the, the trading, pushes a uh, bunch of chips trading, in uh, not gambling trading. oh yeah the trading but he pushes a bunch cards. of chips in he pushes <laughs> some chips he clearly pushes a bunch of chips into the middle of the table and then uh it suddenly switches they're inside of denny's and they're trading those collectible cards which is cool but the cool part is the setting there's a lot of aliens there's actually a couple from the trailer Cool. Like that two-headed dude. Um, it, I loved it. Like I can't wait to see the movie now that I've seen that. To be quite honest, what do you guys mm. think? Oh yeah, absolutely. It was a really good trailer. Actually. It looked quite interesting. It's cute. And I've got one word. Chewy's it looked expensive. There, so. Huh? It looked expensive. To be honest, like it. What the? Like all of that. Mm. You don't see that much in some Star Wars commercials, like for 
other franchises. Yeah. Well, it's true. It's true. But people know they're trying to really play out for the kids and like target the kid audience, that demographic. You know, because they know all the adults and college kids and everyone. Everyone's going to go nuts over Marvel anyways. But yeah. Star Wars, they're really trying to hook like the younger uh, generation, I think. I think that's more the target audience. Got to try and get them to start gambling, you know. <laughs> you got to push that craps mentality, that <laughs> dice agenda. Boys. Teach them early. Teach them early. Oh, Teach James them early. is all about that. <laughs> Never too late. <laughs> I gambled twice over Easter weekend. How holy is that? <laughs> yeah. Not hey, very, girls, let's folks, go down to very. Uncle Jimmy's. It's, it's what Jesus would have wanted. <laughs> Gambling for money. Taking it from the man and putting it into the mouth of babes. <laughs> I'm just trying to steal from the rich to give to the poor. That's all. That's, that's yeah. A modern-day goddamn Robin Hood. A modern-day Robin Hood. Yeah. Uh-huh. You um, better believe there was a uh, a little cameo of blue milk in the commercial mm-hmm. where it said did. something that. blew into a cup, so I assume it's blue milk. And this is all via Collider, by the way. I gotta get the source in there. <clears throat> so are you gonna uh, are you gonna collect the trading cards? Mm, no, I don't go to Denny's like ever. Neither do I. Last but I may go once. So that that, yeah. that commercial's had zero effect on you. Then. <laughs> yeah. The only effect <laughs> it has on me is that I want to watch it more. That's it. Yeah. That's fine then. That's fine. So Dennis will appreciate here, that. Here are awesome. the menu items. You ready? Go. God. Light speed slam. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, go on. Let's shut down this article right now. <laughs> go on. Um, it, it's okay. I won't. Should I, should I describe what's in them? <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're going. You gotta go now. This is you've, you've uh, taken us there. Right? Taken us there. They say it's we're our, on for the ride. It's our. Yeah. Fit. We have a long ride ahead of us. <laughs> it's our fit slam. Includes egg whites scrambled together with fresh spinach and grape tomatoes. Plus two turkey bacon strips, an English muffin, and seasonal fruit. That's way say. too fucking healthy. Light speed. So they're going on the light side. I, I the think this is what side. they're doing. Jeez. Okay, continue. Next one. Ooh. Ooh. Two moons skillet. What could that mean? Kessel? Yes. Two moons. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it's... Diced ham, fresh spinach, sautéed mushrooms, and hash browns. I'm like salivating. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't, I'm not even hungry. Topped with gouda cheese sauce, cheddar cheese, Gouda. and two eggs. And they're, they're mm. pictured sunny side up. So two moons. There you go. That's okay. something I can sink my jaws into. So that, that reminds me of that picture in the trailer with like the two... Suns in the background, but I guess it could be Kessel with the two moons, obviously, because it's moons. Yes. But anyway, <clears throat> next, Blaster Fire Burger. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I've got to be honest, they haven't thought too hard about this one, have they? <laughs> no, they have not. Chipotle Gouda cheese. Mm. Bacon and spicy ghost pepper sauce. I was just going to say, is this a, a, a spicy burger? Top a hand-pressed 100% beef patty 
served with lettuce, tomato, red onions, and pickles on a brioche bun and with wavy cut french fries. Oh my god, wavy cut french fries. Burger and chips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could have just said that's that. That's all that was. All it's that not Blaster right Fire Burger, Kev? No, there's a lot of heat in that. All right? Yeah. Yeah, give it to us. Give yeah. him some cred. Right. When, it, when, when you said blast oh. fire, I thought that might be hot. A hot, yeah. spicy it wasn't. They were just going for the double B. Yeah. All right, last one. Co-reactor. Right. It's a pancake breakfast. Two buttermilk pancakes. Stopped. Stopped. Topped. Stop. Topped. 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 With fresh strawberries. Strawberry sauce. And whipped cream. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Plus a Holy side. Holy shit. Are you okay over there, my well, friend? I'm like mixing what? in British accent with American, and it's making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've Cab's like, what's so funny? <laughs> you've got like a crossbreed now, haven't you? Which is quite good. You're in the You've got like a... Uh, a, a, a accent of part British, part American. It's plus a side of over your pancakes to make your. <laughs> I do like how you've said tomato correctly as well. <laughs> Thank you for that. Incorrectly. Not, not your American weird way of saying tomato. It's so weird, right? <laughs> Serve with two eggs, hash browns, and your choice of two bacon strips. Or. Ooh. Two sausage links. <laughs> say that again. Links. Say that again. No. Sausage was, links. I'll that say was that. Really sex- that was really sexy, Ed. Would you like to try my sausage? <laughs> you sound like someone like Spinal Tap there. Have you ever seen uh-huh. that movie? Oh, God. <laughs> I heard it's really good. I do want to see that. It's well, like, isn't it see, funny, too? Or something? Yeah. yeah. It's a comedy, yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's a... Well, it's a, a fake rock band, like a docu... documentary on them. Like they were once Mockumentary then, or whatever? Yeah, a mockumentary, yeah. Uh, it is absolutely terrific. Mm-hmm. Catch it if you can. It's really funny. But that breakfast sounds nice. <laughs> Ugh, I know. Well, I mean, you're getting close to your breakfast time right now. <laughs> Yeah, we are, aren't we? <laughs> Maybe that's why it sounds so nice. <laughs> You've just gone through four like meals that I've just kind of gone, I could eat any of those right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, is right. that, that, so when they talk about the, what do they call it? Two moons? The, the theme, no, the themed menu. It's literally four things. Yeah. It's mm. like one page. Or two uh, pages. So, <laughs> Did they have any drinks, though, that are based on it or anything? Oh, uh, there was... Uh, hold on. Hmm. It was, there was something in the upper left that didn't look like it Quite was edible. part of it. It must have, like, a blue milk. It was Crystal type. Crunch. Your milkshake. It's, um... it's just says Crystal Crunch your milkshake. So I didn't... It wasn't, like, an actual, like... But activate your taste buds by adding a side of Crystal Crunch Rocks to your favorite Ugh. milkshake flavor. So that might be like a 
a thing because they're mining stuff in the movie. I don't know. Okay. But they look red, the crystals. So maybe there's something with the heist that has to do with the crystals. <gasps> oh. And they have to shut down the reactor to stop the train, man. The co-reactor. Damn. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, they have released some plot synopsis, haven't they? Hmm. And yeah, I've we talked read, about it I've last week. It. Yes, and I've not read it. But you heard about it on our episode last week, right? No, I haven't. <laughs> Wait, I, have I thought not. you listened. Okay. I have listened. It wasn't anything, Kev. It was just like... We now know something we yeah. already talked about, which was mm. Kira at the beginning of the trailer is when she's like 18. Oh, yeah, we like, knew that. Like the younger yeah, yeah, yeah. Kira. We knew, we, knew, we knew that. We predicted that pretty hard. Kevin, and I'm going to spoil the shit out of this movie for you. Just wait. There's, no. there's <laughs> a shot. <laughs> you know, you know as, a, as a British citizen coming over there, how easy is it to buy a gun over there? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. We're going there, folks. It's pretty fucking easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just have me buy it for so, you. So, yeah. <laughs> so if you do spoil this movie, Ed. <laughs> oh, he's going to go buy a gun. I have plenty <laughs> supply. <laughs> Sorry, let's go into those uh, trading cards that they're boasting about. Yeah, go on. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, what are they worth? Nothing. Yeah, but it's cool. They will be, James. So we got... <laughs> Yeah, put a them few in that we got the ones we already know about. We got Kira, we got Lando, we got Chewbacca, and <gasps> Han Solo, and <laughs> we got the Range Trooper. Yep, which is like a stormtrooper. No, it looks more like a shore trooper, but white, and it has like furry wool shoulder pads. So it looks like something for the cold. Oh, there's photographs <clears throat> of this online. Oh, if, are they doing Ranger like a tie-in to Game of Thrones where they have to wear all the fur and everything? Yeah, it's like fur. No, and they, the you wall. can see fur in like the joints, too. It's weird. Not weird, but it's cool. God. Or like and the Frontiersman um, Stormtrooper. Yeah, here. I'll send the link to you guys so you can see it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, is this something? I'm pulling this from Star Wars Underworld. Oh, beautiful. There we go. Let's have a look then. Let's all look at these. And Making Star Wars originally posted these because uh, Jason went to some reveal of everything. The commercial, etc. So, yeah. And then there's one, there's one of Val, which is, uh, what's her name? Thandy Newton. Thandy. Uh, my favorite, Therm Scissor Punch. <laughs> like, what the Holy shit. It's like, uh, a walking lobster. What a terrible name. Right? <laughs> Therm Scissor Punch. That sounds pretty terrible. Did, are you looking at it, James? Yes, I am right now. <laughs> Look at, imagine... How succulent that meat would be in those claws. <laughs> you mean in those loins? <laughs> that too. <laughs> See, Jimmy and I live up in 
the state of Maine where lobster is plentiful. Ah. Uh, and all loving. That knuckle meat. Yep. Mm-hmm. We fucking love it. So I live. that's immediately where our minds go. I live in the Midlands of England where there's absolutely zero lobsters at all. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You live on like an island. How is there even a Midland anywhere on that island? Midlands. I live in the... <laughs> Across there is, is. There's a Midlands. I live in the Midlands. There's a Midlands of anywhere. <laughs> all right. Sure. All right. Okay. Guys, right. claim what you want. That's fine. Okay. Um. <laughs> And there's a dude called Moloch. I think that we talked about was on one of the toys, Lego toys. Uh, piloting that speeder that's chasing them, beginning chasing them at the beginning of the trailer. I think I'm. Mm. I can't fully remember. But anyway, he looks. He's got like the fucking weird helmet stuff on the hood. Odd-looking alien. I don't think that's the guy. You remember those aliens we were talking about that were um, the Spice gang leaders? I can't remember. Oh, from the trailer? No, not in the trailer. It was just from the EU. Not the EU, the Clone Wars. Oh, of course. Yeah, right. I don't think that's him. But I maybe. I don't know. I think I think he's the one that was on the toy set, the Lego toy set that was of the speeder chasing them in the beginning of the trailer. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I could be very wrong. And then we got the Mud Trooper, which looks like a World War II stormtrooper. Uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say that's definitely like a World War II helmet or something out of uh, Castle Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Actually, more like World War One, right? Yeah, because they're wearing the, wearing the bandoliers like that. What the fuck are they trying to do with this shit? And like the, the, me. the leather, the brown leather, like, ammo pockets. Like, that's just, like... Exactly. Old. Like, that is completely unnecessary. They it probably a real went... It mismatch, doesn't it? It, it real... does. Yeah, mismatch of well, kind of ideas. It makes me wonder if they're even Imperial. Yeah. It's true, because we saw with uh, Saul Guerrero's little band of musketeers... That um, they had, uh, like, one guy had a scout trooper helmet on and random things. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and Ray's goggles goggles are from the stormtrooper helmet. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it could be piecemealed. Who knows? Uh, Also, we have something, some alien called Argus Six Eyes Panox. And this is an alien we actually see in that Denny's commercial. Denny's? And he, all, he like, blinks all the eyes at once. It's pretty cool. And he's wearing, like, it looks like a gran, right? With, With the three eyes. With three eyes, yeah. but it's, yeah. like, six instead. Right, 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 right. Uh, and Which we have seen plenty of, fo- plenty of before. Yep. yep. And you get to know him really well in Dark Forces. Ooh. Oh, yeah, or Jedi Knight 2. They throw those damn grenades. Star Force is 2 Jedi Knight, excuse me. Uh, but he's wearing like a wool, furry, not wool, but like a fur Same. coat. So definitely a gambler, right? Some yep. scoundrel. Uh, yep, I'd be down with that. Yeah, I like it. <clears throat> and that's it. The rest we we know about. 
Chewie's got like some big ass. I mean, we talked a little sideline bandolier shit going. No, on. his rifle is big. It's oh, not. That, it's not a bowcaster. No, no, it isn't. It's got this huge stock on it, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's badass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lando looks the same. Han looks the same. Kira looks. I don't know hot. if I've seen. Yeah. Say hot. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hot. And Val looks like a pilot, kind of. Like with the goggles and the fur neck, you kind of think well, like World War II bomber pilot a mm. little bit. <laughs> kind of does, a little shorter version. Yeah. I don't know. She's got a tie. She does have those too. tubes, though. You Remember we were talking about that? With the yeah, red in them? Yeah. The breathing thing. That is. Are they on the... They're that's, on these costume there, aren't they? Going yeah. through like her arms, don't they? Yeah, I, I don't know if that has to do with the weapon she uses or with like her living. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it'll be. I think it'll be armor related or some sort of weapon related. I don't think it'll be. She needs it. <clears throat> I think that'll be because if you look at her right arm, she's holding something. I think. That you can't see. Yep. Mm-hmm. That will be her badass. What's she gun. holding, James? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Could be well, anything, guys. Could be anything. Could you guys, be anything. you guys, getting more excited for the movie now? Um. Yeah, it's starting to grow on me. It's starting to grow. <laughs> I'm just. Well, I'm think, hyped. Uh, I'm. I'm excited for. I love this scum and villainy side. <laughs> unlike you were saying earlier, I just. I just want to see more of it. I fucking love it. Well, haven't we got another trailer coming as well? Should be. Yeah, Rod Howard's confirmed, hasn't he, on Twitter? Go someone on. Him, yeah, somebody asked. Him, somebody <laughs> asked him on Twitter if there was another trailer coming, and he simply replied, "Yes." Nice. It makes sense. So, yeah. So I and don't a bunch of TV spots, be, I'm sure. I would imagine they'll start pretty soon. Um, I'm still surprised that at my cinema, there's still no posters up there yet. No solo. Considering, what's the movie now? Six weeks? Is it six mm-hmm. weeks or something? I'm quite surprised at that. Plus, Shit, I have saw... to see you in person in six weeks? Fuck. <laughs> Oh, you're counting the days, Ed. You can't wait. You just can't wait. Uh, I bet you've got got on your calendar. I bet it's all counting down. He's got a pair of slippers all picked out for you and everything. (laughs) And a robe. Uh, Yep, and a robe. Oh, yeah. And a rug for you to sleep on. Yeah, thank you. I thought you were going to say, like, a a tent on the backyard. Or not even that. Just, just like a, a tent. There's nothing. Sleeping bag outside. Just go. Just fend for yourself. <laughs> By the way, we have. This is what we do in America, Kev. Yeah, yeah. This is the American life. You, you know, you've got to adapt. Kev. You don't, you don't work. You don't work for that. Yeah, for yeah. That. You mean you'll be like you mean you don't do this in England? Wow, wow. <laughs> and you'll wow. be like this dangerous. Girl, bears. don't talk to him. Let's go upstairs. There's, there's bears. Yeah. There's bears. There's bears on the loose outside as well. Here for a while. <laughs> we'll leave the wild Englishman alone. Yeah, go fend for yourself. Okay. Um. Well, that ends the news. So you want to do the email first, or do you want to? 
uh, do some other stuff. Talk comics, talk speculation mm. or whatnot. Well, we, could, we, could, uh, we could do an email first. We don't, we don't want to leave the emails waiting. Do we got an email? Yeah, we got one we were putting off from last week. I haven't looked, so I don't know if we got more, but let's check it out. All right, so the email we got is from our buddy, Jonathan Weiner. Johnny. Hey. John. Yeah. John, boy. He says, dear scruffy dudes and Ed. (laughs) <laughs> Wait a second. I feel like I was. I've got like there. a scruff on my face right now. I shave like once a month. <laughs> but whatever. Every now and then I feel scruffy. Okay. Whatever I have to tell yourself. <laughs> but not today. We did when we made up the name. When we were like, yeah. spent an entire night in line. At the, uh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was afterwards at that bar. It was at the bar. Yeah, yeah I know, but mean, like we felt... Claire, like, Claire's like, call yourself Jabba the Slot. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of cool. No, um, but we felt like we were scruffy, right? At that point? I don't know. I did. Well, we, needed no, yeah, to, we, we, needed did. we needed to tie in with a Star Wars reference as well, so that was perfect at that time. Yeah. Hmm. Plus, we're not, like, amazing Star Wars fans. We're scruffy. We're scruffy. <laughs> we're like the working man Star Wars fan. Yeah. We're the scruffy that's a, that's dudes. That's good. I like that description. You I know? like that, yeah. A podcast. We should... <laughs> a scruffy-looking podcaster. We're like the Krennic. The we're the Krennic to the Empire yeah. as us and to as, the... As yeah. John Lennon sang, a working-class hero is something to be. Yeah, that's us. Working-class... Yeah, yeah, you're working. Uh, Yeah. Come on, let's do the email. Say the goddamn thing already. (laughs) All right, here we go. Come on, here we go. Fucking spit it out. The world of the world of quote unquote pink hat Star Wars fans got very upset when Chewbacca was going to eat a porg. People went crazy. You know that shit. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. However, there was no backlash whatsoever when the cute, furry, and cuddly Ewoks tried to cook and eat two humans and one lowly Wookiee. Damn hypocrisy. (laughs) Then, at the end of Return of the Jedi, we see them playing drums on the helmets of some easily, quote, uh, parentheses, easily, defeated stormtroopers. Were these ones killed in the battle? Were they hostages and then eaten? Or did they just say, hey, we need these helmets as drums? <laughs> Either way, it seems very evident that Ewoks are carnivorous bastards. They do not give a fuck. I ab- agree. They do not give a fuck about our other intelligent species, except whether or not to use A1 steak sauce when cooked medium rare. <laughs> Please discuss amongst yourself on the next podcast. Also, Endor, is that the name of the moon, planet, or just the forest moon of Endor? Confusing shit for Hasbro. <laughs> Rest in peace, Toys R Us. May the force be with you. Thank you, John. 
Thank you. Thanks, I agree man. with that. God damn. Oh, his uh, his subject was human eating Andorians and the yeah. mass hypocrisy. <laughs> it is a mass mass hypocrisy. It is. I mean, like, yeah, nobody nobody gave a shit, but now everyone's triggered by everything. Uh, so, yeah, they ate they ate them all. They were and they weren't even they weren't even clones. They'd have been volunteers at that point, and the Ewoks just. But Star, Star Wars is for 10-year-olds. 10-year-olds apparently are okay with cannibalism, right? Or not cannibalism, but Ewoks eating humans. Well, yeah, I never... I mean, as a... As a, as a when you... Well, I was, um, I'd been 9 or 10 when Return of the Jedi. You know, I wasn't even thinking about that at the time. It's only as you get older. Yeah. Well, well I, I think the difference is you, you see a storyline where there's a threat to your human yeah. protagonists, and that's different from, like... Uh, protagonist eating a innocent bird. I don't. The question know. is that the question one. is, but the like, question is, and though, like, is that the rebels, the rebel fleet was there. I mean, he. So yeah. they would have seen what was going on, and did they just kind of turn a blind eye, or you know, and while the Ewoks were, yeah, where they were just going, you know. I'm going to take this. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that Lucas would say that they just did the helmets and used them as drums. But I mean, um, if, they, if they showed Chewie like starving and then brining a porg and then and then <laughs> putting like teriyaki sauce on it, was, <laughs> yeah. was immediately like, come on. Then we would have understood. Well, they, well, well, but, but then you know we. They obviously did eat them because they were trying to bloody cook Han Solo alive, weren't they? To start with, I mean, um, it's always it's into that from there, isn't it? That they are well, they didn't really need him in that movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, fucking useless. Uh, uh, well, he plays yeah, the they... charges. He plays the charges and and did the whole ATST thing. Yeah, he's useful. See, isn't it amazing that Star Wars fans never lost the shit that Han Solo was such a pussy in Return of the Jedi, because I did when he was so cool in 1 and 2. Um, this is what I mean about the, the forget, you know. I think I think Lando's suave pushed him out a little bit. <laughs> Took some of his glory. Well, it was no, you know, Rightfully so. Lando was yeah, the shit. Da- damn right, man. <laughs> shit, all right. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the Ewoks definitely ate the stormtroopers, didn't they? I'm with him on that. Absolutely, completely agree. They were trying to cook Han Solo alive for some bizarre reason. When um, they'd obviously set that trap up for Chewie to obviously get them and use them all as dinner. Um, so then, when they saw the opportunity with the stormtroopers, they did not hesitate. They were on that barbecue as quick as they could. So. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't fucking imagine. I just pictured a porg holding, like, gnawing on, like, a human foot bone. (laughs) Did I say porg? I meant an Ewok. Gnawing on a foot bone. I mean, porgs have sharp teeth, but do Ewoks? What do the Ewoks' teeth look like? They're horrible, aren't they? I mean, let's be honest, the Ewoks are just... Do they look yeah, carnivorous? Horrible, anyway. A little. Ugh. 
See, this is a question, though, isn't it? If if the if the Ewoks were, it's, it's did, like buck teeth on a couple of them, but yeah, the, they're not carnivorous. They're not like pointy. The, the rebels, they must have had a banquet, so the rebels must have been feasting on it as well. They were like passing Luke. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here, have some of this stormtrooper skull meat. Yeah. <laughs> When they pass, there might be a piece of plastoid armor in there. Don't worry about it. They go, ah, it's out like something, a fish bone. They pass something to Luke, and he's like, "What's this long? What's this long slip piece?" Ah, oh, femur. <laughs> this this looks a bit long. Oh, that's just a piece of an yep. Eve Eleven. Don't yeah. worry about it. Holds <laughs> <laughs> the E Eleven shard of that lodge in his brain. <laughs> yeah. So the rebels are all the same. They must have been feasting on it as well. God damn. Well, that begs the question, were they drunk? And what did they get drunk off of? Well, if, if, <laughs> they must have. They, if they've just defeated like the Empire like that and the second Death Star, they must have got fucking wasted that night. They That's got, some... Did they get a Bantha Blood Fizz out there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christ, if they have anything, yeah, be like. Well, that, it, I mean, it is a thing. Remember, and I think it was it the aftermath a, novels, right? The aftermath, they're drinking. Yeah, there's something in aftermath about it, isn't there? Yeah, they the X-wing kind of. pilots. Yeah. Who's? What's that? Yeah, James. I didn't the hear booze. You. Yeah, yeah. The booze. I was just saying it's about the booze. Yeah. Mm. Oh, by the way, guys, uh, Mark Hamill himself just tweet uh, Instagrammed out that. This is your last chance. Hashtag back the barge or you'll regret it. Only one day left to support Haslab oh. and this have this incredible vehicle to your collection. You don't want to be the next Sarlacc snack. Find out more info at Hasbro.com. Oh my god. And Mark Hamill's tweeting that? Dude, yeah. Kev. That's big. That's it, dude. It's also, still a fucking stupid I idea. Think, think about setting up that scene around the Sarlacc. <laughs> Just like mm. with a couple skiffs and Hamill standing there on the on the just um, a couple diving, yeah. diving board. Victims of the Almighty Sarlacc. And and or you could do the it's, a little higher yeah. scene, a little higher, a little higher. <laughs> it's okay. See, I love that I see scene. A lot better. Luke, they put Luke on, on the. Uh, on the, I d- on the so, as useless as Han Solo was in that movie, I do love his humor in it. Mm. Instead of a dark blur, I see it. I, I, I liked, uh, I liked mm. him in that movie, like his lines. But There's you're right. See, I used to live here, you know. As you far as the rebellion, like needing him at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. I mean, I guess he just flew, helped Chewbacca fly casual. Mm. Oh, don't even! Oh, that line is terrible. <laughs> I don't oh. know. Like casual. Yeah. Oh dear. What, what, what's wrong with that, Kev? Tell us. Tell like, terrible line. <laughs> How do you fly casual? Let the like, heat flow through you. <laughs> you like? <laughs> you use what James uses. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> And fly casual. Yeah. Fly casual, man. Fly dude. fucking casual, dude. You fly as casual as you fucking can. Are there any <laughs> laws for uh, 
marijuana in England? Yeah, banned. It's banned. Like they don't let anything. Mm. Zero. Zilch. Zero. Zed. Not even. Wait, what does Zed mean? Z. Is that zero? Zero. Yeah, Zed. W X Y Z, not W X Y Z. W X Y Z. World War Z. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. Although we did, although we did say World, we did say World War Z. World War Z. You go. That's World War Z. You're English. <laughs> but yeah, marijuana is banned. That's good because it's bad. Drugs just, are bad. Just like drugs guns. are bad, kids. Drugs are bad. Mm. So yeah. Uh, yeah how about forward. fireworks? Oh no, they you can buy them. Oh, ah, nice. So if you hear a gunshot, if you hear a gunshot, you're probably like, ah, oh, it's a firework. Yeah, you wouldn't, <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't expect it to be a gunshot. Although we, there is a guns in obviously the UK, but they are illegal. But that doesn't stop certain gangs having them and everything. Certain, right, right. Or unless you're like a hunter and you want a certain... Uh... Wait, can you hunt? You, you they have, have hunting, hunt, but they have hunts, but no, no, they don't. You gotta like rent a gun. You can, you can oh have it. You can have a firearm one, but you, you uh, license. So farmers would have, um, but they wouldn't. It's not legal. Wait, they wouldn't. So a farmer they, can or can't have one. Um, they can't. All 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 firearms are banned. But they do. They probably can, but they can't kill with it. Can they? Okay, so is so hunting not well, you, allowed? So wait, so you can you can own a weapon, but you need to have a license also no, to discharge it, right? You're not really supposed to own a weapon. But so how do. do you how do you hunt like foxes like they do in England? Dogs, <laughs> dogs. Mm. No dogs. They train dogs to hunt foxes. Dogs? Oh, dogs. 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 <laughs> dogs. They wouldn't. They wouldn't use firearms. Snatch they quote. Go... Yeah, we have we have a we have gun laws here. We have, there are completely banned so so when royalties like shooting ducks and stuff and hunting foxes and stuff that's illegal well, there's, there's, probably, there's probably some I mean I don't know the ins and outs of the old law for that there's certain probably some sort of law that you can own but it's they are pretty much banned you can't I can't have one I couldn't go and get a gun Hmm. So, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I thought, but then I just, I just thought of the whole hunting thing, and I was like, shit. But generally, they hunt with dogs. Fucking, they hunt in the crown. <laughs> <laughs> well, how Ed? Jesus. What year is that? What year is that, Sir Ed? <laughs> Early nineteen fifties. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. So I do. Yeah. Oh, because you guys banned it in the nineties, right? Mm, yes. I think it was then. I'm not quite sure when the actual it was, but yeah, there's. Yeah, so you don't get. You, I mean, obviously, you get. Well, crazy. people, people uh, had gun crime, guns. People not. had guns, right? And then they banned them. And then yes. what did they have to do with them? They had uh, to bring them they, somewhere. They, and... they, I, I think, if I remember, I know they had some sort of. You, you, you could sort of take them. They had like an amnesty where you could take them into a police thing and they still do it now and again. And they get money for it? Don't think so. What? Not that I'm aware but of. you paid for the gun. Yeah, should but get they, something they for like turning it in. I don't think so. I feel, like, I feel like you should give some money back for it at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've never. <laughs> I don't own a gun, damn it! I don't know. I've <laughs> never really owned a gun. Or well, ask Lizzie next time she's if there. Because like, 
most people in England don't think I need a gun. We don't we don't have a gun policy or like <laughs> you have you know, the you have a right to, no, to bear arms and everything. Second. But we've never we would never <laughs> think I've never ever growing up or anything would never have guns or never think about it or owning it or anything. Hence, because the gun laws have always been there since I remember that, it, you know, we wouldn't, people do own them. I don't really know what the law is on it and everything, but we wouldn't, the average person, you know, most people in the UK wouldn't have a gun. Yep, right on. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I, know that, I know there's the, obviously since the Florida shooting the, the, with the American one, it's kind of brought it to a an issue over there again, hasn't it, of what? Yeah, it somehow just... gets like quelled though, you know. Mm. Every time it, get, it just gets forgotten about. People, yeah. people have short memories, you know. People are like, yeah, this one day and one day the next, it'll be all forgotten. It's really yeah. sad, but by the time people get into office to actually affect change, like the the conversation's already moved on, and no one wants to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I can see. I I don't mind the like the regulation of like ARs, like the some of the weapons, like like well, there's no reason to have them. Mm. No. But God, no. but I don't want it to like, you know, get rid of hunting and like, you know. Okay, yeah. Rifles and stuff uh, sports. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's well, my what about okay. the rights of the Civil War reenactors, guys? Come on now. <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to put them out of Or the re- Revolutionary form. War act enactors, yeah, right? Right, yeah. Kev? Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You get know those, the war on the, well, the war on the colonies. The get American those red coats out of here. <laughs> well, dare you? We were. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're all from you. We're descendant from you. It's Kev. all us. It's all us. <laughs> British Empire. They're there and everywhere. You're everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Your seeds are never, everywhere. Hey, yeah, we've pissed everybody. We've pissed everybody off. Empire. Don't you worry, we've pissed everybody off. Yep, you're in the Star Wars <laughs> Empire, too. <clears throat> right. yeah, so, yeah, those goddamn Ewoks. <laughs> All right, well, what do you guys want to do? You want to call it? Do you want to talk some uh, speculation, possibly? little segment, speculation segment? We could also talk. to we talk do... Vader comic? Or do you want to talk, talk Lost Stars? I could talk Lost Stars. Yeah, let's do Lost Stars. And then we can end it. Um, so I read it a while ago when it first came out, so my memory might be a little Went foggy. blank. I mean, it was a little while for me, but Kev will have to rely on you for names and details. Oh, he's like, we are. He's like, fuck. Fuck it up. I only finished it last week. I'm like, oh, shit. No, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Cap real quick, Sienna, Sienna Reese. Sienna Ray, Sienna Ray and Thane Kyrell are the main. No, no, uh, no it's Reese because Ray is Ray Sloan, right? Reese. 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 Yeah, Reese. Yeah. And there's Jellucan, the planet. Jellucan, yeah, which is where Wait, they grow the, up. What was Reese. the name of the kid? Mm. The other guy? Thane Kyrell. Thane? Thane. Thane Kyrell. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm He's good. the... Yeah. Did you so audio book it, Kev, or did you read it? Read it. Yeah, I audio booked it because I've. I, what do you I, think of the narrator? It, with... No, not. I didn't love it. Yeah, I didn't love him to be honest. That that great. I mean, the the guy who did the Last Jedi one was brilliant. Oh, Mark Thompson. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Did I tell uh, you? Did so I tell you I met him at a uh, celebration? Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If, ah. I don't think you guys are with me. I was with Dallas Wood and from the Bad Motivators and Araj from the Sith List podcast. Yep, I'm plugging them. Uh, I don't know why. Okay. But anyway, and he like walks up, he's got a beard, and we're like, "Hey, yeah, yeah." And he had just done the Thrawn one, the Thrawn yeah, novel, okay. and we complimented yep. him on his because he was wor- He mentioned he was worried about his portrayal of Thrawn's voice. Right, because right. everybody's watching him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we were yeah, like, yeah. yeah, no, it was great. It was fine. I liked it. So we told him, great job. And he was like, sweet. And he went on. And he had the the uh, badge for being media yeah, or whatever it is. Uh, oh, that's awesome. No, I, We need um, to work on getting a badge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, he was... We do. We definitely do. But the his narration for The Last Jedi novel was just... I thought brilliant. And I mean, you know, absolutely yeah. terrific. Um his is Luke Mark Hamill. Oh um, yeah. Like uh, like well his his young Luke is brilliant. good. And I was wondering yeah. how he'd do his old Luke and it was I liked it. He had the perfect. crackle in the voice and it was absolutely good. Absolutely nailed. Yeah. He nailed everything. He Even got his Leia, Leia right. He got Leia, yeah. Leia was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did a brilliant job in that. So yeah, I I get what you mean because obviously I do tend to um I've read some of the novels. I've read like the Guardians of the Wills and stuff like that. But a lot of the time with my <laughs> job and work, because I'm traveling a lot, I do the audio books because I can just play them in the car. Yeah. Um, they give me a couple of hours a day of which I can generally audio book oh, it. So I audio booked nice. uh, Lost Stars. And yeah, I agree. Yeah, he, he was okay. Um, he seemed kind of um, young, which made sense, I guess, kind of for the beginning. Kind of in the story. But it took me a while to get used to his voice. And then once Mm. I got used to it, it was fine. Yeah, yeah, a similar thing. I've got to be honest, a a similar thing. It it wasn't bad or anything. It wasn't um, terrible. Um, But generally, they've all been pretty terrific on the the audio books. They tend to get it right. But this was one I did notice where I kind of thought, yeah, he's okay, but... um, you know, um, James, did you finish The Last Jedi or did you re- start reading it yet? Uh, no, I haven't started reading it yet. No, all right, let us know when you do, and we'll we'll tackle that one too. All right, all so right, let's, all right. let's do week. Last Jedi, Kev. Thoughts on what the last, uh, not the last, Lost Star, Lost Star, <laughs> Lost Star. Um, I was, I was, um, surprised how much I loved it. To be honest, I really, really was thought it was terrific. I mean, I've got to say that um, most of the novels that Claudia Gray writes are really fantastic. Absolutely unbearable. Um, no, she's great. Genuinely um, impressed. Genuinely, genuinely <laughs> impressed. Most impressive. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. Oh, God, you're done. Most so impressive. Done. But yeah, I loved it. It was it was great. Um, and I wasn't. I I was fine with bloodlines. Or bloodline, whatever it was called. Yeah. Um, I didn't like love it, but this one. <clears throat> not to interject on your review of it, Kev. Sorry. Oh, really you are, so it's okay. <laughs> We can, all, we can all review it together. So it's well, like, it, it um, really hit home because it like just touched on every the entire 
Star Wars timeline that we know from well, it kind of, not including the prequels. I kind of a lot of it as well. That, that kind of that, that obviously when they do go their sort of different directions, if you were, when obviously um, Thane joins the rebellion and um, she sort of stays with the Empire and faithful to the Empire and everything. And um, we're getting quite a lot of um, points of view from the Empire, like with Inferno Squad and, and things like that, that we kind of, I kind of like the fact that we're now getting that that they see the rebels as terrorists, that they are yeah. this kind of faction that they've got to stamp out and that they are the good that the Empire has done for the galaxy and everything. I mean, she has that sort of faith tested, but she still remains loyal. She's kind of, you know, she still believes in the Empire, but it's just that she doesn't believe Palpatine's the the leader and the ruler that she thought but she still remains to the bitter end yeah and i i kind of really like the fact that you know because i kind of i've got to be honest as it went on i kind of kept thinking they're both gonna go to the rebellion they'll both go that way but luckily it was quite you know and then they only meet fleetingly yet you know they still have that love and connection with each other and how well it's written the fact that you know they still do you know when he kind of goes to save her at the end and you know she's still taken prisoner and everything so um yeah i thought it was really good really uh really interesting to see that they both love each other despite the fact that they're on separate sides i love the nods to obviously the Battle of Yavin, the Battle on Hoth, mm-hmm. and um, Endor, Endor as well. The fact that the Jakku, yeah. Oh, the Battle of Jakku, yeah. That was kind of where the the spaceship crashes, isn't it? And everything, the, the Star Destroyer, and it's all tied in with that. Um, I love the fact. It really surprised me, obviously, that it kind of Thane, the main guy, his first kind of mission for the rebellion was the Battle of Hoth, and um, she recognized think, him as like, oh, he's the first yeah, guy who the, did the, the, the to recognize his wife. And... He, was, he was reviewing the evidence and kind of... Well, he, he's the one who originally shoots down one of the AT-ATs because he, he shoots at the legs rather than... And she recognizes... Only, oh, at the toe, yeah, at the yeah, toe of it. Only, yeah. only he could... She recognizes flying style and the fact that only he could have that knowledge of where their weaknesses are so she knows he's alive and kind of... Um, you know, it ties in from there. And I think I sent you, I, I kind of like the fact that it's still not kind of resolved yet. There, You know, that yeah. she's um, kind of captive at the end, but it's there's still more could be explored with their relationship through something. So, um, yeah, um, I did. I absolutely really, really, really loved it. I thought it was great. Um did you like um so one thing that stuck out with me was with the first death star so yeah. they they went to the imperial academy of course together the royal yes. office academy. officer royal academy, academy whatever yeah from Before a backwater the, planet and so they had friends from there that were also really gifted um and one of them was very analytical and did a lot of analysis i can't remember her name but she got stationed on the death star yes and uh I know you mean, yeah 
there was a little bit about her figuring out like statistics and analyzing the Rebel Alliance's plan to destroy the Death Star, and she was like, she presented it to Tarkin, I think, or someone. She Just, presented yeah, she, it to the commander who presented it to yeah. Tarkin. Yeah, yeah, and was like, they actually have a chance. Like, we should do something about this. The small mm. fighters can actually do something to this Death Star that you think is invincible. And they ignored it, right? Initially, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought of... that was sad in one, on one hand. Because <laughs> they were, I mean, you you... You've been reading the book to that point, and they've been growing up together in the academy and being best friends. And she's there and doing her due diligence. And <sighs> yeah, obviously um, perishes on the uh, Death Star. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, because that's it, it, one of the reasons that um, she kind of remains loyal as well, isn't it? That 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 because of that, that she's. She knows the that, order to it all, the statistical yeah, numbers. Yeah, and everything. I, I like the um, is it Nash? What's his name? Nash, who's from Alderaan. Ooh, and, that was deep. Um, obviously, he witnesses his planet get destroyed. So you kind of think, well, that would turn him. That would that, but it doesn't. He kind of still remains loyal, doesn't he? That he kind of thinks so. Yeah, absolutely, and that he kind of because he's his character still um, not still finished with, the with yet. I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first order. They, they could. They could. So he kind of really thought that was interesting. The fact that he's, you know, he witnesses his home planet get destroyed, but he still believes the Empire have done it to stop the war, to stop <clears> a war from, and that he remains completely loyal and completely understands why they've done it. Um, and, and you see, and you see the effect of destroying Alderaan on like everybody mm. in the Empire. It, like the people are questioning it. Yeah, right. That's what I say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That the the effect that that has. Because then there's the bit. I mean, it's it kind of the thing that um, um, that that does sort of change um, Sienna and kind of thing is the second Death Star. Um, when she witnesses that over Endor, and it kind of then, right? She knows that if they're building that, it's for a reason. It isn't just, you know, what they did after the first Death Star and what they did. Why would they need another one if they're about um, peace and order and everything? Peace and else. order well, and everything. Yeah, I think and in in suddenly, the in the novelization, they really like they capitalized the text on that, and they wrote yes. it all in italics. They say. They built another one, or something yeah. like that. I can't believe yeah, they built right. another one. Yeah, but it is, it is, um, it is definitely emphasized on the audiobook because obviously she's, she's on the second Death Star when the Emperor arrives. Um, yeah. That's when she realizes, oh shit, you know, um, I believe in what the Empire is doing, but we may have the wrong man, the wrong guy leading this. That we yeah. have followed, I follow the wrong leader, and. You know, um, but she said, I think she says to Thane that, look, I d I'm not going to defect. I'm not doing anything. I get why you've done it, but I can't do what you've done because I believe what the Empire are doing, um, you know, is correct. But it was just the conflict of both characters that he kind of, um, you know, 
kind of joins the rebellion, but he's not sure. He's kind of thinking he still loves her, and was he correct in? I think the the slavery thing really yeah. got to him, right? Right. Well, he he joined. Yeah. Yeah. He joined the rebellion because the empire is evil, not that he agrees with the rebellion's beliefs. Yes, yes, because he that's sees that's the rebellion as like the new republic and just more of the same and more of the same. Whereas he's just in it to fight something truly evil, like you know. And the slavery thing was really triggering him off. Absolutely, and because he says a line which is said something like uh, towards the end when they defeat, and he's kind of like, "Let's see if they." Could kind of deliver what they promised, isn't it? Something like that, like where he says, "Let's see if the rebellion are what they say they are." So he's yeah. kind of still got, yeah. That he, if you get what I mean, it's still, um, you know, on his mind as such. But uh, yeah, um, two really good characters, and well, the whole the whole book's well written, and you know, um, it, I want to yeah. say. Um... It surprised. It made me kind of surprised. Iden Versi have turned as as she did Ugh. so quickly because you see these characters in this novel turn only after seeing drastic, you know, like slavery, mm. etc. Yeah. And then you see like Sienna and other characters not turn because they're so loyal to the Empire. And then you look at Iden Versio, who I think was incredibly loyal. To the empire, yeah. just like flip. more so than any of them. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's that's why I thought the parallels were there, and it's kind of the, the battlefront two thing. You kind of think, well, I know there's the um, she has that conflict when they're going to destroy um the, the planet, but I still think, yeah, would she have done that? And yeah, I don't know. It just tends to be with this one with. Um, it made more sense that they would still remain loyal because of they believe in what they're saying. Order uh, and yeah, like whatever. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. Versio's was a little. I think it's because of Lost Stars, where it was yeah. a little like kind of not believable how quick it's, she flips yeah. sides. But maybe that's just the game that they wanted a shock or something. A, a, a kind of a what's the word? A, a, a I mean, entertainment a twist, value, a twist yeah, yeah, yeah. On a, on a, on a video has... game cutscene kind of yeah. setting, it's probably makes sense. But, yeah, but still, I mean, even even the um, the kind of backstory with a mother, isn't it? In in Lost Stars, that she's kind of the Empire have kind of like set her mum up, haven't they? And and as a um, you know, betraying oh, the Empire and everything. I and forgot about that because she worked for the Empire, right? Yeah. Like as like an office person or whatever. Uh, yeah. Chief propaganda artist. Yeah. Um, and she then, drew all the propaganda uh, photos. Wait, no. Are we she, talking Aiden or are we talking Sienna? Sienna. Her, the, Sienna. That story. Because the, the, the Empire then, it's found out that she finds out that they've kind of lied and set her mum up, but she goes with it. She's just, it's, you know... Um, you think things like that would, but this, she still remains loyal, and she still says no. You know, I kind of have to accept what they've done, but um, I still believe in the empire and what they're doing, which I thought was, uh, um, yeah, really, 
Yeah. Sort of interesting. Of, yeah. And, and it is a good parallel with Inferno Squad in the fact that obviously that the, the kind of the characters are similar and everything. Right. They, they, yeah. They go, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, her, her mother was a mine supervisor. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, some mine union person that got steamrolled at the end. That was she, very sad. Yeah, it was. And it's still kind of... And, and, and they were loyal that, to the Empire. They were yeah. still like, no, no, it's okay. This is just the way it is. I have to take it. I have to yeah. just accept it. And that was, that was very sad. And I did like that because I kind of thought um, as it went on, and, and I know Sienna has to go she goes back to sort of to a mum's trial and witnesses what's going on and goes through it. And I kind of thought um, they'll resolve this somehow. She'll, you get what I mean? They'll, she'll stand against them or she'll save her mom or whatever. Save her mom. Yeah, that's and what I mean. No. She, and, but no, no, I really like the fact that, that she just kind of went, that they, that they, the Empire did win and that she had to go along with it. And then she goes, I think she goes back to a commanding officer and he's like, what, what did you, did you, did you agree with it? And she went, yes, my mom did it or something. And she kind of had to accept what they did and, you know, kind of like for the overall good of it. So, um, yeah, yeah. It was... Even though she saw through the corruption though. Yeah, exactly. Even right. though she knew that it was complete bullshit, yeah. she still had to do it. And the fact that she was so willing to do that yet, you have Iden Versio, who's just completely brainwashed from when she was young. Not even yeah. like Sienna. I just, I don't know. That just, that just really frustrated me how easily Iden Versio was turned. But hey, you know that makes for good video games, right? That, that yeah, way I get to play that, that's a what I mean. Fighter that, and that an just, X Wing in my video yeah. game. That, that's what I mean about Battlefront Two. How, and how, that, how that yeah? Twist. How are we gonna, yes. how are we gonna have everyone experience every gun and every character in the game? Yeah. Or every vehicle, rather. So, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Continue. Oh, carry on. I thought no, it was, was cool that it came out that Sienna was one of the people that rescued Darth Vader after the yeah. first Death Star. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was interesting how how closely we got to see every everyone like kind of act together. That was really well, cool. He, put, he puts her on the executor because of that, doesn't he? He he specifically has for her. Yeah, because uh, yeah, she was. Uh, wasn't she on the Devastator? Yeah. Too? She was yeah, on the yeah. Devastator as well, yeah. And she picked yeah. him up. She picked him up after the first one because he said, she says, like, his ship's damaged. And then she meets him in the. Um, on the Executor. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. When, well, when she fucked up the tractor beam. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I installed it on the Millennium Falcon. And then she didn't do it right. Because mm. it's kind of that bits with her and Piet, aren't they? And, and, and <clears throat> Piet's, like, gives her a certain mission. Like, kind of from in Return of the Jedi, and Piet says, "Look, we we need um, need one of them to the, get away." Yeah, when we the 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 rebels are sort of working out where they tra- tracking the Emperor's movements, and Piet sort of says to her, "Look, off the record, you've got to go. We want them all destroyed, but you leave one alive." Um, that was great. Yeah, it, human, it humanized Piet a little bit. Like, it, uh, yeah, because I, I always thought he's I just doing his he's he's following yeah. orders, you know. I always kind of thought that with him and um, I, I love the way he played it because you kind of thought he's he's not all out evil. He's not all out. He's kind of you know in the movie and it's certainly you know in 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 Empire. I I never got the feeling that he kind of 
tried to keep his humanity in it. And I thought that novel brought that out, which I think probably she picked up on from the movie. It's a bit like Gergerod in Return of the Jedi. And I, I think with him, he's... Mm, reluctant. Yeah, he's kind of got to go with it because he knows he's fooled yeah. otherwise. You know what I mean? If, and he, I think, if he doesn't, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, well, he's, interesting about that, like, look at Piet. What if he, like, looking at him now for when we were introduced to him and Empire Strikes Back and seeing where he ended up, and just kind of look, let's think back on him right now. Like, look at all his reactions and his, like... Yeah physical reactions that he had to all the orders he had to take and everything he didn't want that job no well, it's like he when he kills Ozzel, he want... it? yeah he kills, he's like he kills Ozzel and he's got it sort of and then he's like um you are in command now admiral Pierre. and he's kind of thinking Fuck. thank you lord vader and he's shitting himself and yeah. he's like he was incredibly here, submissive but... very submissive yes yeah well he's he's, just, kind of... he's a military guy like he follows orders and he does a good job executing them like mm. he he's not meant to be like all of a sudden be thrust into these positions of huge amounts of power and everything else. Like he's just a soldier. He's he didn't question anything. Also, also questioned stuff. And he got- well, also had an ego. Piet didn't have an ego. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's, oh, that's what I like about him. Absolutely, but you always got the the feeling that Oswald was absolutely pro empire. I'm. I'm in charge, I've got this to prove and that to prove. Whereas Piet, which this novel does pick up on, you kind of think he is kind of like more human in a way. Um, <laughs> well, you know. uh, can we uh, not not really pause, but figuratively pause this for a moment. Uh, there was the Star Wars book that took place just before Empire Strikes Back and it involved Mara Jade. Um, I re- oh God, what was it? Uh, Ed, look up the name of that book. Timothy Zahn, Mara Jade. Admiral Ozzel is in it, and you get to read into his character a bit more and actually see him be like, oh, this guy is this guy's just in it 100% for himself. In that yeah. book, he is just... Uh, um, he is still just... like it's. Oh God, what was it, The Chosen One, maybe? I can't remember. Um, but Timothy Zahn looked it up. Oh, Ed, please look that up for us. What um, agents? What allegiance? Yes, that's what it was. It was allegiance. Yeah, so, I read that too. Yeah, and so you know what I'm saying. Like that was, uh, you got to see Ozel in there as like, oh yeah, he's just a fucking slimy, just to climb the ladder, do whatever yeah. it takes yeah. to get to the next level, and it's all about me, me, me. Whereas, um, you know, Pia is just like, dude, I'm a soldier. I'm gonna do my job. I'm not gonna fuck it up. Just leave me out of it and leave me alone. Mm. So yeah. that's, that's that's what I I saw that comparison and and seeing you know at the time Captain Pia just sort of reluctant that he has to just kind of tag along and do whatever they want because I'm a good soldier and I do what I do. Well, that's 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 always the the impression I got anyway. So and this novel tended to so I think Ozzel's in the novel briefly or something obviously, and he's. You always, I always got that impression, and this just kind of confirmed it as well. And um, yeah, this, this, I thought that was kind of because there's a bit kind of as well when they both think that Vader's gonna um, is gonna kill them, doesn't she's kind of going like we've we've failed once and and what's it, and then Piet looks at her and kind of. Acknowledges her and like with humanity, as if to say, look, you know, we, I've 
I, it's our fault and blah 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 and it just i just thought yeah that that makes perfect sense the whole character setup of them um so i mean there's loads of different things in the books as well that kind of really do tie into did you see the connections with princess leia or princess yeah. of alderaan whatever leia princess of yeah Alder. the uh that the, was at the first speech wasn't it that she makes on at the, the academy right at the academy at the, yes yes yeah. mm-hmm. and he yeah. dances with her yeah that was yeah. nice that was brilliant yeah that was great see and he love, obviously oh i love it yeah and he it ties in with that and then he uh he meets her later doesn't he or something and um yep yeah and she's all kind of <clears throat> and i like the i like the bit when he gets absolutely fucking bladded and mon mothner helps him um, that was oh my god i think that was one of my i think that was one of my favorite most favorite yeah. scenes in the book i absolutely love that and she's, was, was that like encounter. This, yeah he, he just gets absolutely wrecked and he's like and then later and uh they go to the rebel brief and he's like that's there oh. to help me. It's my mother. And you go, holy shit, that was brilliant. <laughs> but then she like she, she sees him in the office later and just says, um, don't worry about it. It's fine. But, you know. Can um, you do your job? Can you do your job? Yeah. Will you be able to? And he's like, yes, I do. Um, I'll, I won't. Um, I won't I will fuck up again. So, yeah, that was, that was great sort of thing. So, uh, you know, little bits with Akbar in it and things like that. So lots of... Um, yeah, Great that was cool. So, and I like the ending. It's quite interesting. What do you think? <clears throat> where do you think they're going to go with this? Another novel? Because oh. <sighs> oh, it ended at Jakku. Is that right? Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you go first, Sid. Then I'm going to go on a theory. Uh, I don't have any. Well, it, it, end, it ends. It ends with obviously <laughs> she's she's a prisoner. She's a prisoner of of the rebellion and um, a new republic. A new republic. Yeah. So she's still a prisoner and. Where, where does that go from there? It smells a lot like Iron Versio. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't really thought about it. To be quite honest, I did. Does she come around in her logic near the end there when they're in the Star Destroyer and it's crashing? Or does she no. still remain loyal? Is that what happens? I, I'm you, trying you to remember. You had to stun her ass. Yeah, they end he, up in she, like a, she, a skate pod or something in the sand. She, yeah, she he knows her because um, when they do the at the academy, the they song. do like a yeah, they do. Um, oh no, uh, I see you through my eyes. Her sister that died yeah, really young or whatever. But they do um, what would happen with a self destruct sequence is like three options. So when he goes on the star destroyer to try and rescue her, he knows what she's done. So. He gets in, but she won't leave, will she? She won't leave with him. She's going, no, I, I'm going down with the ship. So he has to, he stuns her, doesn't he, and takes her um, mm-hmm. takes her off the escape. But then, as they get rescued, they take her prisoner. So she's, right. um, she's a prisoner. But then it ends with Nash, basically. Um, where does he go? He goes to... The unknown regions. The unknown regions, and then amassing with, basically the first order. Aren't that's they? right. That's of, right. With like new technology and stuff. I remember yeah. that. Also with, it, also with Kyrell's brother. Yeah. Yes. That's a whole. Yes. That's a whole other side story he's arc. Yes, he's. Um, um, um. He's always been jealous of his brother. Yeah. 
So he's all, all that, yeah, but, they get yeah. folded. Right, so then it right. just, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> here's my theory. We'll have another book. We'll have a sequel to this. And I think it's going to be great. It's going to take place. I bet we'll see it with. Hmm. We'll see it as episode nine comes out right around that time. Yeah, Maybe that- right after episode nine comes out, they'll have it because this book, I bet, takes place between Last Jedi and whatever episode nine is. That would be my guess. So you don't think they'll carry straight on? Well, it's it's either they carry straight on, and then maybe the timeline, the time frame leads up to episode nine, which would be kind of cool. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe that's what okay, maybe that's what they're waiting for because they did the time jump through the original trilogy. Now they want to do it with the prequel trilogy. Yeah, I mean, sorry, this this (laughs) (laughs) the sequel trilogy. Jesus Christ, not the prequel trilogy, the sequel trilogy. Yes, wouldn't it be then interesting if? some of them characters were part of the resistance that that are still left because we don't i'm presuming we don't know from the last jedi so you know how they were escaping um well the the, the novel mentions sorry james like snap wexley and a bunch of others yeah that are out trying to like rally allies Mm. yep well, that's so what Iden Versio's daughter was doing too. So yeah, Aiden, yeah, 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 and yeah. Iden, so like all the well, young Iden, young Iden, um, well, her daughter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, the I book mentioned. Remember, Kev, the book mentioned how like po, was it Poe thinking like expecting Inferno Squad to show up with a bunch of Star yes. Hawks? Yes, yes, and yes. And I was yes, like, yes. what? That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. But they I didn't. do remember that. I do remember that. But, but so I think. They'll carry straight on because it kind of set yep. it up. With that. I think you're right. I think but they'll they take need that it. last book to come out for them yes. to do that arc, and then they'll take that up to there, which would be. Oh, man, I, like that. I like that. I like that because that's call the that a, Call that a theory, folks. That's going to be proven true. Lost stars. That's how it is. It's two Ooh. sides of a war, with people that are in a relationship on both sides. It makes a good story. Let's let's take it a little bit further now. Um, What role will each character play? So, whomever the guy from Alderaan was, he's going to be the antagonist, I will guess. Yeah, that's uh, that. Probably Nash. Yeah, he'll probably Nash Nash Ryder. Nash Windrider. Windrider. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll probably be in like uh, captain of a star destroyer, maybe, and he's trying to put down a resistance cell. Yeah, and that resistance cell is Kyrell and a finally have come around Sienna Reese. I don't know if she'll come around because you got to maybe she'll keep try playing well, that she'll love try story. To, and... Well, it's true, but maybe she'll try to go back to Nash. Well, they would go back reluctantly, and then she'll see how evil the First Order is. Yeah, and then she'll defect, and that'll be that sort of that'll be the climax. Riff. That'll unless, be the climax. Unless, unless Thane then. I mean, it depends because she was at the end. She's um, she's awaiting trial, isn't she? She's kind of she's awaiting, waiting, right? But, but she might be in prison at this point. Yeah. And if the but, Republic is dissolved, then she's like, "Fuck it, I'm out of here." Yeah. But that it. But isn't he waiting for to decide what the new Republic does? Because ah, so that might if, make him like. Yeah, so like he, the could, he could then. Yeah, he could, also the could demilitarization of the republic might turn him off too. Yeah, 
that's what I mean because he he kind of believes in the new republic and he's like because she's it's she's the now best, a war, it's the best she's a war criminal. yeah so if she's put on trial and they say she's guilty and blah 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 he might break her out and then go running back to the well I, I think the resistance Possibly. is a really good fit for him mm. the way he's thinking I'm sure because yeah you know not liking but, the demilitarization but Right. Recognizing the yeah. threat of the First Order. Right, and, he, then, and seeing that the First Order is more evil. Like, yeah. the, the First Order is worse. So, yeah, he's going to side with the Resistance again, slash Rebellion, slash whatever you want to call it, JJ. We've seen exactly it before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See it again. But Thane is waiting for the outcome of, of that because he kind of says, I'll wait for you no matter what, no matter how long it takes. But he believes that she'll be set free because the new republic is fair and just, fair and, just and, and blah blah blah. So yep. that could be interesting of how then they that materializes as to what their next step will be. Will they be together or will something happen that forces them apart again or mm-hmm. you know, if she's you know not released or found guilty, will then he Will that trigger his movement? So, yeah, I, 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 I think. I mean, obviously, we're going to get this tied up, but I, I do think that it, the book will probably pretty much follow on, and then yeah, take us to nine, which would be they could then mention things from seven and eight and take us through that, and that would make perfect sense, I think. But yeah, um, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they waited till after nine. Yeah, it could even be then. And yeah. then they yeah. could incorporate that right. whole trilogy arc. The, enti- the entire arc start to finish. And that yeah. would be a nice little you know, epilogue for it. Well, so one thought I have about that is, yeah, so, like, well, I mean, basically what we're saying now we're in, all in agreement on is that uh, they're going to wait until the last, third and last movie is out and then they'll re- release the book because that way the entire arc is finished. Because the last one ended at the end of this, the original trilogy arc, I guess technically, if you want to think of it that way. So, I think that's pretty cool, and that'd be a, a really kind of real nice, epic way to end it. What do you think? I agree. Yeah. I agree. It'd be interesting to see when they do it, though, because mm. yeah, it, it. But I think because obviously, I don't think it'll be this year, because I think a lot of the stuff we'll get this year will be solo related. So we've got. Um, one shot coming out is it and then we'll maybe get a couple of others post hand solo and that's so i think they may it's just whether they do it pre or post episode nine i i tend to kind of go with what you both think and probably think it'll be after and wrap it all up um you know from there but genuinely i can't wait to to see how that story finishes and how it ends and and what they do with it um so yeah um yeah fantastic yeah. so can are you able to rank this one in all your Ooh. E, um um canon post on the canon ones that yeah, I've yeah, yeah. on right canon um, novels where where do you rank it ooh I've not really thought about it. Um, it's definitely 
It's possibly my favourite. Yeah. Wow. See, that's where we. That's where I am at. I mean, I'm yeah. Not. It's possibly my favourite. Of because it hits you emotionally and it like hits you on like all points of the timeline. Well, it's of the canon ones. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I think it's it's. I've read most of them now. I think I think the only one I've got left is the. Um, is it Dark Lords of the Sith one? Yep. Um, that's the only one I've got left now, the canon ones that I haven't oh, read. So. That one's good, too. Yeah. Um, Not as good, in my opinion, but it's good. When you take, comparing it to the Aftermath trilogy, Catalyst, Ro- you know, Rebel Rising, all of them, um, Inferno. I liked Inferno Squad. I'm still a big fan of that. Phasma mm. I liked. I think, yeah, but I really did like this one. I really... I, I figured you would because you liked Inferno Squad so much. So I figured mm. you'd like this because it gives that other look from the Empire side. I'm kind of liking mm. that in the canon novels. I I'm really am. And it's just this... But I like the fact that it juxtaposed his view as well of joining the Rebellion and the fact that they're still connected and they still love each other and they're still kind of, you know, bonded to each other, if you will. Um... I'm going to listen to it again um, later, and you know, later get a couple more out of the way. I want to do the yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I mean, think I want. Just... I think I'm going to just because talking about it, I'm like forgetting mm. a bunch of stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, I need to listen. I mean, as, 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 as canon yeah. novels as well, I really like the fact that it, you know, you know what a big original trilogy fan I am anyway, and it, I love the fact that it was like the Battle of Yavin, the Battle of Hoth, you know, the Battle of Endor. And that kind of time period, anyway, um, he had a lot of characters from there that I thought, and it just, yeah, it just, but it added new characters and new ideas that I really liked. So, I mean, I, you know, I'm not you're springing that. It's definitely top two, possibly my favourite. Nice. Um, you know, I know you've sort of said, you know, I'm, I'm surprised I've not read it i don't know why i haven't before because i've kind of tried to read most of the canon stuff that's come out yeah i was it, surprised yeah. too yeah you hadn't. sometimes you know just one of those things i can't i don't know why but i'm so glad i have it's just it really was yeah you're welcome was... from james and ed oh you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> yes yes thanks guys really <laughs> would have got to it eventually sometimes with the novels it takes me a bit I don't. Some I read automatically when they come out, and some it takes me a while to catch up on. So I think you'll. I think you'll like Lords of the Sith a lot too. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, um, that's the only one now. I've got to catch up on and read. Um, yeah. So yes. Any final I, thoughts, guys? Before we wrap it up. No, James. Just mm. that it's how long before I see you, Ed? <laughs> Should be oh, longer. Long enough. No. Not long <laughs> enough. Not fucking long enough, boys. <laughs> no final thoughts from me. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. This concludes episode number 33 on Monday, April 2nd. Enjoy yourselves and take that train off into Wizardland. Yeah, yeah. May that force of others be with you all. 
this party's over.